2: about drinkability doesn't matter oh, yeah. the style. You guys are like walking beer Wikipedia. That's
0: the first time that you've ever accepted me as a person. Or you have oh. a fermentation in your gut. Yeah.
1: I'm jet propelled at all times. <laughs> how many guys do you think that you have the privilege to slap
2: somebody who's never tasted the commercial example? And this is how you know everything about this beer? Please, you don't. I think you know, it's bullshit. The... <laughs> I think it's bullshit too. Wow. Are you guys gonna arm wrestle? No. We're no. gonna teabag fight. Yeah. That... Yeah. You heard of Junkyard Wars? Can no. I get another high five?
0: Good evening, everybody. This is the session. It is a Monday night, December 11th, and it's almost Christmas time. And I'm very excited for that. Two I weeks away. I enjoy getting gifts. Getting. Um, yeah, getting gifts. I mean, they say that it's all about receiving or about giving, uh, but that's not true. It's the receiving is is really what Christmas is all about.
4: You tell them exactly what you want. Otherwise, I'm personally, I'm usually like, okay, nice
0: idea, but. I you know, rather have something else. You know? I do have those family members who who don't understand me. You Which, know what yeah, I
4: mean? Well, uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I mean, I, I, personally, I my interests change. Like you know, over a couple, two or three years, they change quite a bit. So, sure, I would not them to, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I expect more out of my family, I guess, but that's nothing new. Um, I, um, yeah. So Taryn's family has this uh, this standing tradition of getting um, together. At least some of most are of all about them. Christmas. Yeah, and it's cool. Um, and and yes, that's what Christmas to me is about is traditions, right? I was just kind of kidding with the with the gift stuff, but they yeah. do these like, I swear to God, they're three foot long stockings. They're like a jumbo oversized stockings. Right,
4: and a hefty diameter, I assume, as well. Oh you're, yeah, you're, they're you're, probably you're me like over three feet long.
0: Uh, they're probably yeah. fourteen inches wide. I see, and they're—I mean—and uh, no joke, you they're could giant. Put a scooter in it. Something, yeah. Yeah, something, right? Yeah. And and so the tradition is everybody comes over right. and they, they bring just a handful of kitsch, like crap, just garbage stuff for to the, go stocking, into the stocking to go in the stocking, and you have to fill them up. The problem is, as uh, you know, when you're younger, I guess, when you're doing it for kids, yeah. it's easy to to do, yeah. right? Because Oh, there's. Here's a bouncy ball, or here's yeah, a the right. beanie Let's baby. Go to the toy store and just go, and just go to the thing, you right? It. But when you're 40, <laughs> it's harder to. So you'll get there's like how so much beer you can get in that stocking. Well, you get like <laughs> grease pins and <laughs> like it's like what the dollar store is made for, and it's just like I, the first time I did it, I was like, what is this unholy matrimony of? Hol-? It's just the weirdest thing to experience, and 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 so to bring it back to your point. I keep telling Tanya, I, I would just rather have the money. I mean, how much money do you think is in yeah. this stocking? Yeah. Probably 80 bucks worth of stuff. No. I like Dollar General, but it give me the money
4: to buy what I want. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, 40 of which we throw away anyways because sure. you know, you can only eat so many milk chocolate, you know, Christmas trees, which milk, milk by the way, if you like milk chocolate, you need you're a, you course, need to get yeah. your head examined.
4: <laughs> you a lot of good chocolate.
0: It's yeah, gross.
4: Yeah. Um, well, what you should do is just take everything you get, put it yeah. in a box. Seal it up, right on open next Christmas, Yeah, take all this shit back and just put it in something else. Well, that's what we've been doing for the last three years.
0: <laughs> so every, so we, we just pile <laughs> yeah. it in and then when we get home sure. we separate the, the wheat from the chafe, <laughs> I, I guess. See. This is nice. <laughs> yeah, and then so right now at home, that big, our big, we have a, a present bag that we haul our presents around because, you know, sure. why not? Yeah. Um, that has all the trash in it from right. last year. It's like a jacks and a bouncy ball or a yo-yo or whatever. And it's have you like, seen
4: the same thing twice? I mean, yeah, maybe other people are doing the same thing. Probably.
0: Dish towels.
4: Washcloths. Well, see, those are things that people are think you can always use
0: more of. Even the ones you've got are True. kind of tattered. Yeah, yeah, sort of, yes. But but I don't know. I, I would just rather either, look, give me the money because I'm selfish. And I'll get or the color and, and when I need it. Yeah, or just don't do it. Yeah. Like, let's, let's, let's just wait because it's also a lot of stress because then we go, uh, well, what do we, you know, God, do we have enough for the stocking? Yeah. Oh, yeah, God, yeah. okay. Well, let's buy this pack of pencils. I've gotten pencils. <laughs> who the fuck has a pencil sharpener <laughs> yeah, it's, the exact, does that go? yeah it's insane man <laughs> uh but no honestly uh i am excited for uh for christmas uh and and yes uh I, you you have to have a list especially at this point uh in in our lives because you know um let's face it you're not going to be around i'm not going to be around much longer yeah. to celebrate to, to use the thing i don't know um but yeah, you got to do that. You got to be prepared, man. And then now we're just combining lists because now we have a home. Oh, and so now yeah
4: where's, the, yeah, this, this for that,
0: yeah, where's the thing, right? And uh, it, it's the first time I'm asking for practicality over over you know preferential whatever. Right. Where I'm asking for like uh, rack shelving for my garage. Yeah, right, right. I've never asked for that in my entire life. I feel like I feel like a forty-year-old gentleman.
4: Now that you got a big garage, you need more showing.
0: Yeah, I, everything's on the ground. It's First like, of all, problem there. Yeah, my friend's like, man, I' asking for a socket wrench. He goes, I <laughs> feel so old. I'm like, oh, no, no, you that's, that, are not old. Yeah, Just domestic, more domestic than you think. More domesticated. It's not an age thing. Uh, no, it's definitely not an age thing. But it, I think it is a psychological thing.
4: It's a, definitely a change in lifestyle. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's yeah, and I'm going through a lot of those right now. I think my, my <laughs> brain many, is yeah. hurting. Dude. Many, yeah. I got too many, man. That's life. Sometimes uh, you
4: have these long segments that the same, 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 and then you get the
0: yeah. bunch of new stuff. Excuse me. That is definitely true. Uh, today on the show, you guys, we have Alameda Island Brewing Company. They are from, well, Alameda Island out here, in Alameda in the Bay Area, and uh, a good bunch of dudes from what I hear. I've never met them before, uh, but we have some beer uh, from them on tap. I think they have four beers. <laughs> Looks like it.
4: Yeah, I don't um, really today. well. I've
0: been out there a few times. Nice. So we're going to talk to them uh, tonight. Also, uh, it, for, for right now, it's just Tasty Night in the room. Warren is stuck in traffic. Um, he's not going to be here till like 7 o'clock, so another like 45 or 50 minutes.
4: You should call in. Tell us what the <laughs> traffic's like out
0: there. So, this is your uh, traffic <laughs> reporter, Warren <Bullup. laughs> What are do you doing otherwise? <laughs> trying not to die. Stop and I go. <laughs> yeah, you you <know, laughs> stop. Trying to figure out what's going on. Um, but I do also want to thank our uh, sponsor of the show, morebeer.com. Go to morebeer.com, get everything you need to make great beer at home. MoreBeer.com, good people, nice people, who we don't see uh, that much of. I want to get, we should get Chris back in the studio. I don't know what he would do, but uh, I like having Chris in the studio. Chris is always great in the studio. I'd like yeah. to
4: have Olin uh, on the show sometime. It'd be fun.
0: Yeah, we had Olin. I think once, I know once, but yeah, maybe yeah. twice. And he's just, he's just not a radio. He's just a quiet. No, no, but maybe you could bring dude.
4: somebody that's gonna, kind of, you know, like maybe. That, yeah.
0: And the, I mean, so having it. Olin and Darren, the two brothers, in the studio was yeah, I mean, like, like go, very oh. quiet. It was yeah, it yeah. was almost like an absence of sound. <laughs> it was like a soundproof room where you walk in. The yeah, there's no echo. It's just. Flat said yeah, something. Nobody could hear that either. <laughs> <laughs> that was them, man. It was, uh, it was crazy. Uh, but, yeah, I'm looking forward to talking to Alameda Island. I've heard a lot about them, and uh, I've never had their beers before, so this will be good. And then uh, for you guys planning ahead for our next shows, uh, the 18th, so next Monday, we're having uh, Bissell Brothers in studio. Oh. Our old friend Mike Sardina who oh, used to work at is. Society. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. he went over and went to somewhere else, and then he went to Bissell Brothers. But uh, he's going to be back in town. So we're going to have the brewer from Bissell Brothers. Uh, so for all you people who go, you I never have any clowny IPA people on, this is going to be the show for you. If you're in the area, come down, because we're going to have nine of their beers on tap. Well, they're on the East at, uh, Vermont, I Vermont. think, or yeah, something yeah, yeah. like that. Or I don't know. I don't know if I can say they're the word Vermont, Vermont, Vermont without, without getting sued. But yeah, uh, I yeah. think they're going to have nine beers on tap. Wow. And I think wow. six or seven are going to be <clears throat> hazy, cloudy nonsense. So I'd like
4: to see what they got to say.
0: Yeah. Well. yeah so I'm excited uh, to be honest. Uh, you know, I know Warren and I've talked a lot of shit about cloudy beers. But I'm excited to, to try these because everyone always goes, Have you had the Bissell Brothers? And uh, the answer has always been no, because they don't travel well. I don't know they don't, don't travel well, here. but they don't distribute here, right. for at least. Right. And um, so we'll see. I, we get to try them as fresh well, as can possibly well, be I'm from the East Coast. That, like,
4: I'm getting to uh, taste beers that are calibrated to Vermont, right? Like,
0: it's like West this Coast is type the style. Yeah.
4: I mean, it's the style, and they, and they make it on the East Coast, but it is it like West Coast. Well... We're going to get to try the Vermont uh, hazy beers.
0: Exactly, America. it's like it's like trying a, a West Coast German pills uh, versus a German pills from Germany. Exactly, it's like they're going to be a little bit different. Yeah,
4: we'll see what they think, they, how they interpret the style there.
0: Yeah, so uh, tune in for that, and uh, you know, I, I'm hosting that show again. So, um, you know, you get ready for a lot of information of uh, of how this happens because I would like to know how they do these beers, and and more importantly, why. What's the response above just hey it's hazy and, and hey it's popular like why is it so popular I, I just I have genuine genuine questions about it and you know me I'm gonna I'm gonna ask them whether or not it's it's uh, you know comfortable or prudent or whatever but anyway uh, that's happening then and uh, yeah I'm uh, I'm pretty pumped man it's gonna be a good show tonight's gonna be a good show uh, we don't have a Twitter game as of yet because Warren is not here uh, but we do have some feedback which I will read to you. Thusly Sponsored by? Uh, feedback today is brought to you by the Beer Law Center, John of the Beer Law Center. His new book out now on Amazon, or uh, probably uh, uh, Barnes & Noble, if those exist still anymore. I don't, I don't even know, but uh, definitely well, on Amazon, Amazon's definitely online. Opened up in, in where Barnes & Noble used to be. That's right, <laughs> yeah. right. Which is very highly ironic.
4: It is ironic. Isn't it? The ironic. Mortar,
0: right. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty crazy. But you know, uh, one thing thing I like about John's
4: book is uh, he, on the side he the has forward? like a, a little besides the, the size of forward, which is like a thank you a plus plus. Thank you. Uh, he's just got this little like a picture, different him in a different picture, a pose. Yeah, and with a kind of a, like a gist of the of the what he's talking about on that page. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Some of his some of his uh, poses are kind of. Uh, Kind
0: of funny you know. yeah you wouldn't you don't expect a, an attorney to be uh, so uh, to have a um, yeah. a sense of humor yes right um i you know I, I know I don't uh expect that. I'm going to court next Monday, actually, oh. before the Bissell Show, i will be i will coming from small claims court because oh, oh. I'm suing the people who bought my house because they were holding our deposit oh. illegally. And uh, the gal, uh, the one of the dudes, his girlfriend is an attorney, and so she thinks she can push, push us around. Oh, and uh, I'm really looking forward to stomping her in court. It's gonna be amazing. Now, do you have, did you do some legal research yourself, or do you, do you or do you have a? a lot of Perry Mason. Oh. Yeah, a lot of Perry Mason. You read the law books? Yeah, the few books, the, the the few movies that uh Don Knotts was a lawyer in, right. I've been watching heavily. No, um Brian Shar actually, our friend He's Brian Shar. solving to you? Huh? He's been helping me write some stuff he and do um, some stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. nice. When and, I gave uh, my logo to
4: 2180 use, he was the guy that wrote up the deal for
0: me. Oh, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, he's actually coming out uh, to my house tomorrow to, to prep for prep court. For but, the court. Uh, man, I'll tell you what. Dealing with this broad, is she is the stereotypical lawyer, um, but she kind of sucks. Actually, really su- even I know she sucks at it, just reading her emails. Yeah. But she's the reason why people hate lawyers. She's just so aggressive, and when there's no reason to be, I don't know, anyway. So I'm not looking forward to that. So actually, Monday show might be a total shit show. I might be super wasted or I might be we'll in a look, good mood. I'm anxious to we'll hear see. how things went. Yeah, me too. It's
4: not like it's continued or it goes
0: to jury. They decide no, right there. They decide right there, but you can appeal. Oh, you have an appeal? Oh. Yeah. So uh, there you go. Uh, anyway, this is from, uh, I believe this is from, this is from Kevin Dixon, but he says, Good tidings. What's up with the no-boil kits for more beer, yay or nay? And was this inspired by the no-boil Jameel Handicap during the Brewcaster Challenge? Um, probably not. And then what's up with the no-boil beer kit? I've never heard of the no-boil kit. Like, I feel like a, an
4: old guy that never caught on to the new shit. Mm. I have, now I've heard of no-boil brewing, but I didn't know they had a kit. Uh, and that homebrewers were embracing it.
0: Yeah, that that's a, that's news to me, dude. I'm on their site right now to see if I can figure it out because I've honestly have never heard that they had no boil. Yeah, Bohemian Pilsner, no boil kit. I, I mean, look, the only thing I can say is that if more beer are selling it, then I know that they have done research in the shop to make sure that these are, are not only drinkable beers, but good beers, and, and they, come out, they come out great. So that's the only thing I can go on is just, is just more beer's reputation. But uh, I've never. Okay, but it's no heat. So there must be a. Yeah. a it must be a, a all grain beer. Right? No, they're extract. They're extract, and yeah, there's yeah. no boil.
4: Is there no heat? I don't know. I don't, you know, I mean, literally as much I as I do look, right now, buddy. I don't know. It's like uh, put it in the fermenter, add water, and add yeast, and uh, wait.
0: Uh, yeah, maybe hot water. Uh, I don't know. Like I said, it makes about two and a half. They're two and a half gallons. Yeah. So I guess if you really want to beer very quickly. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know, man. I would say give him a shot, man, and let, let us know. I have honestly, again, no clue. Um, but uh, more beer doesn't really sell anything. That's terrible. So,
4: no, they should put that in the campus bookstore. Yeah. yeah. That's a good way to make alcohol, it sounds to me. Uh,
0: and then here's another one from uh, Kevin. He says uh, he's awaiting this year. He goes, I'm awaiting this year's Christmas show and thought about last year's Yule Log. Oh, that uh, What's your Nuts brought in. Kim, Shimky the yule log oh yeah It's like a terrible pastry or something like that i can't i don't know what you're saying because okay. you're not on the microphone beverly but thank you for trying thank you for playing along you've been a great audience
1: i'm sorry i'm on a delay i'm listening live why
0: why don't you actually because boop. i'm trying
1: to make sure live stream works uh,
0: and does it work <laughs> You're an idiot. Okay. Um, anyways, I got my annual and gear shopping done and we will be linking my holiday Amazon shopping to do my part in keeping toilet paper rolling in the stalls for Justin's most recent sharding incident. Hey, shit happens. He says, uh, how's the Secret Santa going? Are we doing a Secret Santa? The forum is, yes. Oh, the, the forum Secret Santa. Well, that's right. Okay. Enthusiastic following. Great, yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> check the forum. Hey, check the forum, dude. We don't. Uh... The form is like its own entity right now. We have no interaction with the form, which is a little disappointing. Uh, sorry, it's the email so long, but let's be honest. You guys can use all the content you can get. Just kidding. You're all amazing at what you do. Uh, thank you for the info and entertainment. Uh, thanks, man. This one is from Keaton a long question, a long uh, thing, but, you know, why not? <clears throat> you use Guys and Bevo. I've been enjoying your special brand of podcast, a.k.a. drinking and talking shit, for about a year. I've never had a reason to write in until now, and I hope you can give the short story and one question some airtime. I'll try. I recently began reading John "Gets uh, Beer Law, What Brewers Need to Know book. I'm about a third of the way in, and I'm really digging John's approachable riding style. I read JP's forward and felt much like I imagine he will soon feel, looking down at his new child's first herd, A bit nauseous and just glad he was able to stay inside the lines. For real, though, great job, JP. Well, thank you. I tried real hard, um, and it was a lot of fun. The forward reminded me of the myriad conversation from the eleven six seventeen session with Rye Belleville. Then on page one six, John used myriad. Yeah, that was the the. Oh yeah, the, we had a long
4: discussion uh,
0: on it. yes, we had a giant discussion, and you know, I thought Justin was actually going to say something nice. About the thing, about my forward, but the only thing he said was that I used a word that he didn't think I used correctly. You never got around to the
4: nice thing, that's all. You had it loaded. uh He didn't expect that. I was like sitting there like,
0: really, dude, really? Do you want me to go back to carpool showdown Uh to your first episode and fucking tell you what I thought of that? Uh, You dick. Assuming I I watched it. Professional thing going. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, That's what people do. Uh, He says, uh, despite the statements of myriad landlords and brokers. Uh, Anyway, that was the sentence to use. A quick look (laughs) in the Apple dictionary reveals that both uses are correct today. Yeah, that's what I said on the show. You can use either one; it's fine. Though the original use is said to be the noun form. Uh, I hope that brings you all some much-needed closure. Uh, here's this question: I planned to open my own nano brewery one day, and will be focusing on providing craft beer almost exclusively out of our tap room to the locals and tourists. The market I am in is very underserved in craft and has huge potential, and it has a solid stream of weekend, winter, and summer tourism. But you know, watch out for the fall, I guess, dude. Come on, uh, I'm aiming to keep my capital investment and let the business build itself up slowly and ideally with less risk. Do you guys think this is a valid business model in today's overcrowded craft beer scene, or do you think it's wiser to try to raise more cash and go bigger? Dude, it's the best business model. We are uh, we are unqualified.
4: No, I, I'm fairly familiar with the format. Well, That's what if you have okay. this one family, how many One guy, you one own? wife, and one child. You could, and you're making you know three barrel system or. Maybe just maybe two barrel or three barrel, but not not much uh, smaller. You can uh, make enough beer and and, uh, and uh, fill enough taps to have like a, a nice little multi tap tap room that could cover all the basic styles and people could come in and get a variety of beer. He needs to make sure, like he says, the market's underserved. To me, that implies there aren't many beer drinkers there because if it's underserved, they're not drinking craft. So he might have to make sure he's got enough capital to withstand the slow buildup it's going to take to, him to actually make his own. Craft beer consumers.
0: Uh, okay, sure. Yeah. I mean, we've uh, we've also said on the show that if you go lower, sm- smaller than seven barrels, you're wasting your time. Well, yeah. Like, so, it, it which depends.
4: depends on the overhead, the rent, the yeah. But you know, he may have to brew like twice a day for every day.
0: But that's uh-huh. then.
4: Then he obviously went too small. Yes.
0: If you're brewing twice a day. Right. And you're, you know,
4: uh, yeah. Typically I, you get bound up in fermentation space, not brewing, but fermentation. Like
0: sure. And stuff. Right. Well, especially if you're doing loggers the right way. <laughs> uh. Yeah. I don't know, man. Um, you know, depends on how. Small, you're talking also because he has no he has no limits on on that small for him could be ten barrels. I have no yeah, idea what he's yeah, talking about. Yeah, I uh, think what I would say nano implies like three or less.
4: Or yeah, um, five is a, five barrels, not a nano. No. Years.
0: I would say that, uh, you know, again, w- w- nobody on the show is qualified enough to like for you to take our word for it. hundred percent. Like you should consult with people, obviously. <laughs> Send an email to somebody else. Yeah. But I would say that, I mean, it's a, it's a valid business model to start small. But at the same time, you look at all the breweries who are opening up satellite locations. That seems to me the only way to really sustain long-term. You, there's a lot of breweries that are shutting down three, four years into it because they just can't they can't grow enough yeah. uh, to grow their space and to, to to do all that management stuff. And I'm, I'm sure they're making fine beers, and I'm sure you're making fine beers. So um, it just depends. I think right now the way to really get ahead in the craft market is to make a big splash but keep it regional at the same time. I don't try it for distribution in 50 states, but uh, I don't know. Just look around like field work. Look around at like modern times, and uh, yeah. who was the other one uh, we had on recently? Uh, Fig Mountain. They have like three or four satellite locations.
4: Yeah, that's just a bigger version of the same model. You make yeah. a very you poor your beer. Yeah,
0: yeah that's You're both the way you a to wholesaler go, man. and a retailer. So both margins, you know, you mean you could have you could raise more cash, but not spend it all up front. See how it goes and then drop another location somewhere. Who knows? Whatever you want to do, man. It just depends. I think today you have much more. uh, You have many more options. I think five years ago, this model would have been insane. Oh, we we just opened a brewery into a year ago. Let's open another one 100 miles away. Right.
4: Well, between now and then, the most popular way to drink beer is at a multi tap uh,
0: brewery. Yeah, at the right now. I mean, it wasn't that way always. Used <laughs> right. To be. So what's it going to be in five years, well, I wonder? True. It's yeah. really interesting. It's going to be interesting. Uh, here's a bonus question. What's a good way to find talented brewers to collaborate with professionally? I'm a home brewer and creating my own recipes, processes, et cetera, but I realize the need for diverse, long-earned brewing knowledge in today's competitive craft climate. Jesus Christ. That is a well-crafted sentence, young man. I would love to find a business partner that could potentially be our head brewer and I could assist and focus on running the business side. Well, so you want to hire a pro, excuse me, a pro brewer to invest in your company like uh, with sweat equity it sounds like. Like come and be our partner? Well, sweat or otherwise. Sure. Uh, yeah. yeah. But I mean, I mean let's let's face it. If you're a brewer, you don't have you know fifty thousand dollars to plunk down yeah. in a you know whatever. I would think
4: a, a large percentage of the head of brewers that are brewing today have the vision of having their own their own place. Uh, that may be they own it completely, or are they like go into something like this where somebody will give them an easy entry into being part ownership of the place. Yeah. So I would steal somebody right off the bat. I, I so I would find a good brewery in your area and find out who the brewer is and uh, arrange to meet him and. Uh, Maybe just a contact thing where he, you're asking for recommendations from him about who he might recommend. Mm-hmm. But maybe, you know, make it, you know, ask him, would you be interested in this this kind of thing with the part ownership? And, uh,
0: yeah. But you, uh, it
4: could be the kind of thing where we'll pay you X amount of money, but X plus, but uh, 5000 of that a year is going to go towards your purchasing shares in our company. Mm-hmm. Like they will work for less, basically.
0: Oh, yeah. 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 That might, uh, that I've might that happen. work for sure. That, I, I think the the hard part of that is going to be if you're going to start a three barrel brewery yeah, well, three, yeah. you're going to you're going to be really hard pressed to find a brewer who wants to you know leave another company to come No no and that do would that. not be a so, full time job anyway no. yeah it's uh that's that's going to be hard i would maybe suggest right now just do it on your own unless you can't unless you're well, then I would get not a, confident and then find, hire find someone on contract or a local home that
4: could do it uh, You know, two
0: nights a week and Saturday or something. Yeah, or maybe you have three brewers. Maybe you and two other dudes, and you can kind of split the task up that way until you get a reputation.
4: You could do the dry hopping and have somebody else do the the hot side, the brewing and stuff
0: like that. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, he says, thanks so much for what you've done and continue to do for us craft uh, beer lovers. Happy holidays and congratulations to you guys on the new hop grenade, uh, whatever, and JP on the coming baby. Thank you. Uh, this is from Dave. He says, "I'm working my way through the archives and listening to the episode of the session from 102113." Yeah, God, I remember that one. Torturous. During the news segment, Justin discusses the Kickstarter campaign for the Pico Brew. JP is immediately negative about the whole concept and doubtful the unit can make decent homebrew. Hindsight isn't just 2020; it's also ironic. Sick burn, Dave. I'm so burnt. Here, hold on. Let me Google. Let me Google my local burn center. Hold on. Okay, I got it. Um, yeah, hey, I was wrong, and I've admitted it. And uh, you know, if you put down the email for half a second and listen to the next show, you'll hear that. That uh, yeah, uh, every once in a while, actually, that might be the first time, tasty that I'm been wrong. That might actually uh, be the first time I've been wrong. I
4: haven't seen this girl card, but I don't. I don't remember. I don't think about you being wrong a lot. So, See? so it could be could
0: be right. Yeah, there you go, <laughs> straight from the mouths of babes. Uh, why did I just check my email? I'm so obsessive with my email right now. Uh, yeah, I was uh, first time I was wrong, ladies and gentlemen. It was on ten ten twenty seven thirteen or whatever that was. Uh, yeah, eh, you know what? It's fine. Uh, also, you know what? They've sent that email to Denny Khan. Okay, there are a lot of people in my court saying, yeah, uh, appreciate. Yeah, they're uh, you know this can't make good beer, and then you try it and you're like, wow, it really can. So uh, you know, but I'm not trying to plug them. So whatever. Okay, we are going to take a break. Everybody, We're going to take a break, and then when we come back, we're going to talk to the boys from Alameda Island Brewing Company. It's going to be a good time because mainly I saw they had a colch on, and uh, I'm always very excited to taste other people's colches. So we're going to come back. Hopefully Warren will be here by then, but I doubt it. And uh, stay tuned. We'll be right back.
2: You're listening to The Brewcasters. The Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Are you a member of the White Labs customer club? If not, you should be. It's the easiest way to earn free stuff for turning in your old homebrew labels from either vials or pure pitch. All you have to do is save your labels and redeem them for things like free yeast, an exclusive White Labs t-shirt or sweatshirt, and even the opportunity to brew with the yeast man himself, Chris White. Signing up is easy. Just go to whitelabs.com slash customer club, fill out the registration form, and then mail in your labels. They will return the favor by sending you awesome White Labs swag. Go sign up today at whitelabs.com slash customer club. White Labs, pure yeast and fermentation since 1995.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is Corey King from Side Project Brewing, and you're listening to The Session on the Brewing
3: Network.
0: All right. Thanks very much, everybody, for sticking with us. Uh, before we do what we do the best, which I imagine is drink lots of beer and then burp into the microphone, uh, have you guys heard about The Session Beers book? From our friend Jennifer Talley. It's low-alcohol session beers because, you know, they've taken the craft beer movement by storm, apparently. Um, just ask England. Uh, by more than half of the fastest-growing brands, are beers with less than 5% ABV. Actually, I'm, just, I'm drinking a pale ale. That's 4.8 right now from Bagby. And uh, I, I dropped to one knee and openly weep went, uh, and thank you when i see beers that are less than five percent it's just it's a rare thing it tastes great yeah despite the craft beer movement but taking it by storm uh i don't see a lot of them yeah. uh but anyway if you if you want to brew these beers which i highly suggest that you do because you make the those, better versions of them right? i will like you better than than i do now uh as a home brewer for sure if you guys buy this book and hone your session beer brewing skills it's from Brewer's Publications. It's called Session Beers, and it's written by, of course, World Beer Cup and Great American Beer Fest award-winning brewer Jennifer Talley. She explores the history behind some of these beers, past and present. She'll, uh, you learn how stouts, sour ales, experimental IPAs, and more of your favorite styles can be brewed to be less than 5% without sacrificing taste or balance, which is important, too, man. you gotta you got to have everything balanced. Um, because, uh, you know, if you don't, it sucks. Got to have some body in those. (laughs) You got to have body in it, dude, or else it just its like, oh, here's malt water. You know, you must be drinking (laughs) Kirkland Light or something like that. It's just like, well, all right, malt soda. Uh, But anyway, check these out. Uh, Order this book. You can order more books and other books at BrewersPublications.com. All right. uh, Matt, right, from Alameda Island Brewing Company. Yes, sir. Thank you so much for having us on board, man. Of course. Yeah, thanks for coming in. I appreciate it.
5: Oh, our pleasure.
0: Trust me. Yeah. All right. It really is. Tell me more about that, because I, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> totally kidding. Totally kidding. So, uh, do me a favor, man. Before we uh, we get too far into into this and the, and the beers and stuff, how did you start with this uh, whole thing? This whole, uh, this whole brewing, this whole brewing beer thing. You were a home brewing. I, I was. I
5: have to to give a shout out to my boy Stuart Hall. Uh, he came into work one day and. Uh, Sitting in a cubicle, miserable life. Yeah, uh, where was
0: work? Where was miserable cubicle work?
5: I I, I don't want to call those guys out too bad, okay. you know, because no, no. they really did give me a good job.
0: Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, uh, I had a friend who used to tell me that, uh, well, there's a reason that work is a four-letter word. So <laughs> don't true. feel too bad, and, you know, but uh, if you don't want to tell it, that's fine.
5: Uh, yeah, you know what? Those guys are great. Uh, I, I enjoyed what I was doing. I, I learned a lot, but yeah. uh, my boys that were coming, came into work one day drops a, a a beer on my desk. He's like, hey, try this. I'm like, what is this? He's like, I made beer at home. I'm like, you can do that. <laughs> <same>
4: right? what <laughs> happened to me. I, I know you dropped the beer off. Yeah. just told me you can make
0: beer. I was like, really? Yeah. yeah, that was like... Tell me that's not so. Were you shocked that Stuart could do it, or was it the royal you as in anybody? I know anybody no. I, if, if
5: there's one thing I enjoy to do, it's, yeah. it's learning something. It's doing something at home. I, I haven't gotten a haircut in Probably 15 years, I learned how to give myself a haircut. I was like, why nice. am I going to pay somebody for this? Like, right. uh, I'm going to make my own.
0: Just get someone to clean the back up a little bit, and you're yeah, good. That's my wife. Yeah, <laughs> mine too. i do the same thing. I, hey, just you got to hit me back in the back there with a razor.
5: She's actually got a picture of me right now. It's got a skunk stripe right up the back where I where I completely missed it. She makes <laughs> her
0: take pictures so she
5: can hold it over my head.
0: Of course she did. That's what her job is to do. Truth. To ground you. Yes, sir. So your friend brought you this homebrew. Do you remember yep. what, what, what style it was? I... I can't I can't remember.
5: I was just more uh dumbfounded. It's like I didn't tell me this isn't so. Is this true? <laughs> uh went down to the local homebrew shop down in uh, Riverside, California. Riverside Rob, giving you a shout out. Uh he sold me my first kit and that was it. I was like, oh, more beer
0: down there? Uh, that's true. Oh, nice. All right. I like that store. Helped that's amazing. That store. Yeah. That's a good that's a good spot. So you uh you got you got a homebrew dropped on you. I did and it changed your life. It really did literally. It's no joke. <laughs> <laughs> so then, what happens? Because these are the stories that I really like to hear. Is, is okay, people who got into home brewing just like a flash of lightning, mm-hmm. and then suddenly are are into craft beer at the same mm-hmm. time, uh, uh, brewing it like literally. So, it, so what, what? What's the progression?
5: It, it was amazing. You know, uh, me and uh, the, the same gentleman. You know, me and Stewart. would sit there and just talk about beer all day long. Uh, we would learn from. Uh, listening to brew strong and, okay. and we would look on the internet and we would do those things and uh we'd talk about it day in and day out you know uh within six months i built my own all grain system we still use that as our pilot batch
0: system today Wow! Um, so six months later, you were brewing, six months later, or it took you six, six months to 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 build the system. It, it both. Oh shit! Okay. <laughs> All
5: right, great. It was it was both. It was uh, one of those things where it was like, hey, it doesn't matter. There's so many variables in brewing beer that you're never going to be able to do everything in it. So it it was amazing.
0: That's cool. Six man. It took me, I don't know, three years or four years to even do a mini mash, and it was like. Uh, what what made you just go all grain? You knew that that was the path. I
5: forget my language. I've never had a
0: half-assed a hobby. Yeah. You know okay, Unlike JP, unlike me, half-assed let's just, let's just go straight in. Quarter-assed, dude. What's Stuart doing all grain? Uh He was
5: not. You know, he was. Uh, I, he actually bought my old mini mash system off of me after I was done. Okay, uh, he's still using it today. And he's still not
0: there. He's still he, not he's, all great. He,
5: and you know, it's just one of those things. You know, he's still, you okay. know, kind of like the, the epicenter of when everything kind of happened. And
0: yeah. that was it. Student has become teacher. Actually, I got you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cool, man. You know, uh, I, uh, kudos to Stuart for not caving and just sticking with. Hey man, I just, this is what I do. I mean, look, it, ultimately it's for fun. It doesn't really matter. Exactly. In the grand scheme I of might have taken so. things
5: a little too far sometimes. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> so I'm going to rub it in his face. <laughs> Six months, bro. What's going on? Are you lazy? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so when do you start thinking about opening your own place?
5: You know, it was, somebody approached us. Uh, it was a family friend. They were like, hey, we want to do a brew pub here in Alameda. Um... I told them, don't deal with the restaurant industry. You know, uh, down where I was from in Southern California, Hangar 24 was two blocks from my house. Oh, geez. Um,
0: they have Ritual, a killer colch, I think, right? Uh, they're Hellas. Hellas, that's what Hellas yes.
5: is really amazing. Yeah. Um, Ritual Brewing Company, Owen and Steve down there, those guys mm-hmm. are amazing. They opened up probably three years after Hangar 24. Those guys are killing it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we, we would go to those places, and we talk to these people, and next thing you know, the original investor who wanted to do this, he backs out. We lease negotiations for a space there in Alameda, which we're at now, and my partner, uh, Bill pua um amazing people, very smart people, uh, engineers, uh, throughout the whole family, these they they were really the epicenter they flew down after this person had pulled out and we had the lease negotiation paperwork already ready to go oh wow and he's like hey i think this is a great idea you know take me through the steps so i took him through a batch on the homebrew system took him down to hangar 24 took him to ritual brewing company Mm -hmm. like hey this is kind of what you want to do and you know i i might have wanted to go smaller i'm a little more risk averse and uh these guys were amazing. He's, he stepped up to the plate and he says, let's go big.
0: You wanted to go smaller than what you ultimately ended up doing or smaller uh, than like a Hanger 24? <laughs> yeah, correct. Okay. You know, because those,
5: those guys are sitting on like 20, 30 barrel systems. Uh, you know, yeah. I, I wasn't quite um, sure I wanted to go that big. I mean, that's a lot of capital up front. So.
4: Yeah. Well, they probably didn't start that big either. I mean,
5: I know Hangar twenty four started on a I wanna say a fifteen or a twenty barrel system they bought off of a defunct craft brewery that was in Las Vegas. And uh Ritual started right off with a thirty barrel system. they, so they had Owen Wilson who is a original brewer and he actually used to Good actor um, Right, good. After. <laughs> so bad nose, though. So good. He built all the breweries, and he was the consultant for every BJ's that that originally opened. Oh, so up.
0: he's no dummy. <laughs> he, he's no dummy. <laughs> okay. We've
5: reached out to him. You know, when we had our hiccups starting up, mm-hmm. uh, we would reach out to him, and he was more than helpful. And he would always help us out. So
4: it. That's cool. So they were ready to go big. What site did you, What site did you start out with? I started
5: off with a twenty barrel system. We started off with a forty barrel mash lauder ton. That's right. That allowed us to go a little bit bigger gravity. So that way we didn't have to worry about any you know residual sugars that we weren't pulling out or something sure. like that. So,
0: right. okay, and that's working for you pretty good. That was it's, a, it's working great. Standing by what you did. You wish you'd have gone bigger now. Yeah, because some people come in and they regret. The the, the the first system they get is usually the the, the learning system, mm-hmm. right? What capacity to get, what they should have done or whatever. But are you stoked with what you did and you think you made the right choice?
5: It took me long enough to go from 10 gallons to 20 <laughs> barrels yeah. and get it
0: right. Okay. That I don't
5: regret the decision that we made, no. What do you mean get it right? Uh, Talk it's, about it's, it's a tough translation going from a 10-gallon 10, 10 system uh, maybe we're a little naive at first, you know, but we're trying to get into a 20-barrel system, mm-hmm. and the numbers are off. Nothing is going to work the way you think it's going to work on a homebrew batch. So and It really doesn't.
0: So, okay, so what happened? So your first batch, so you're open, and we'll, mm-hmm. we'll skip all the other issues because <laughs> we're here now and whatever. Um, so you, your first batch, what was it? What did you run on that thing?
5: Uh, we ran our alt beer. Okay. Um, all right. We didn't quite – we were assuming a certain efficiency rate because we actually – so the efficiency was actually a little bit lower than what we were expecting, you know, talking to other people. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, it, it came down to our mill. We're running a strip mill uh, versus another mill. You know, there, there's all these variables in the equation, but, you know, it's okay uh, Over under underhopping. Uh, we were trying to dial in this system and nothing quite worked the way a 10 gallon system does you know that's what okay. was intuitive for me so, uh and and it's not it doesn't it's not time to access your new recipe that's right. for sure okay
0: so so because i mean i'm glad you said that honestly because we do have people who come and go, oh yeah it scales up no <laughs> no then, it does not okay <laughs> right and and it's because of things like well your mill is different the everything's different the mill different. we use up at morbier it's an industrial Mill, but it's not going to be the same mill that you buy. It Correct. It sounds like it's a, What is a stripping mill?
5: Uh, it, I mean, it actually it has. Sounds
0: st- like a place I want to feed dollar bills. <laughs> into, <but. laughs>
5: it really does. Instead of using like knurled rollers, it actually uses teeth. So we actually lose no, okay. probably the about five percent of what we're doing, we're actually in the process of replacing that mill. Okay, with a roller?
0: uh, Correct, because
5: we're not actually getting a a good crush. Some of it's getting overcrushed, some of it's getting Mm undercrushed because it uses teeth instead of using rollers. Yeah. So we were really trying to do a balancing act between being able to water and and trying to get the best efficiency we can.
0: Are you going to have to kind of reformulate your beers when you get the the new mill?
5: The first batch we do on the new mill, we're definitely Definitely going to have to make sure it's a double batch. We're doing a 20 barrel system in the 40 barrel tank. So after that first batch, Mm -hmm. we're going to have to sit there and redo all the calculations, say, okay, here's the new efficiency we're getting. uh, And then we can make those adjustments on the second edition to make sure that we maintain consistency.
0: Okay. Huh. That sounds hard. Sounds like math. <laughs> it's really not that hard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's,
5: harder, it's, it's something some everybody yeah. here listening to the all the homebrewers know how to calculate efficiency. Yeah, going, oh, it's yeah, the same yeah, yeah, thing. For sure. yeah. But it, it's literally going from, from one to another. You know, we have to make okay. sure that we're double batching on a batch of, Sometimes when we're doing a one-off, we'll do a twenty-barrel batch. We'll only do half tank it. Yeah. Um, on this one, we're gonna have to make sure that it's a a forty-barrel batch. That way, we can maintain consistent. We're gonna have to recalculate after that first batch is through.
0: Sure, and figure out what to you know remove or or, or add to, to exactly. Make the, yeah. Okay. That makes that makes sense. Uh-huh.
5: And, and then brewing in Southern California, the water is very hard. Yeah. And then coming up to Alameda, uh, we're off the Orinda plant. The water's bereft of almost everything. It's it's everything from water calculations down. We had to go back to the drawing
0: board and really, really
5: calculate everything from the ground up.
0: Wow that a a it, it
5: lot really of did things,
0: man. <laughs> especially for an old beard sounds yeah, like 20 uh, barrel test patches yeah it, it, for it sure. was it was it was
5: you know we finally we stopped trying to translate and we just listened to the system we were brewing on and it, it tells you what it needs and we were we were so trying to translate that we weren't listening to the system and finally we just listened to the system and it tells you what it what it needs mm hmm just I'm, here, yeah, I'm watching, here, how do
4: I get to there? Kind
5: of thing. Exactly. Yeah,
0: just watching fermentation or, or what kind of stuff are you looking for just the entirety of the everything, everything.
5: Everything all the way through.
0: Okay. All right. Now how how,
5: are how all, with, of your fermenters, all your fermenters are 40 barrels? All our fermenters are four, 40 barrels, yes. Nice. Well, that's foresight. How so many of those do you rock? Uh, we're up to 11 now. We just stopped, dropped uh, three wow. more probably two
4: weeks ago. All right. So you're both bringing over your own taps uh, and then for outside distribution as well? Uh, correct. Uh, uh, I've got it here. See so on here on a fairly regular basis. Do you distribute that That yourself? makes me
5: very happy. Uh, yeah. We are self distributed. Yeah. Uh, we have uh, one van, uh, one uh, employee, his name is Vince. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, well, I met Vince. Yeah. Uh, Vince works 13 hour days, and we kind of look at him and we're like, hey, let us know when you're burned out. Yeah. We'll try and get another van or another <laughs> driver. But we're not going to preemptively. Yeah. You know, add another van and another driver until he says, like, hey, maybe I've had enough.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's uh, that's pretty hard. Well, hey, if Brian from Moonlight can do it for, you know, a thousand <laughs> years, I'm sure Vince can handle it, too. Listening, Vince.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Is there a reason that you got more 40-barrel fermenters instead of going up to
0: 60s? Hi, Warren. Uh, Hi, Jason. F-
5: for us, it's uh, our, our footprint was kind of laid out for 40s um our ceiling height if we went a little bit bigger in diameter uh, all those things kind of make a difference we found that 40 barrels really kind of just fits into our space very well
0: so are you double batching in every fermenter we do now okay all right. Are you going to upgrade your your brew house anytime soon to fit the the 40s or is it working fine for you and you're just going to grow the farm?
5: It's it's working great. We're going to grow the farm. Uh, it's it's All one right. of those
0: things where Don't mess with
5: something it. goes wrong. Yeah. And in the first batch, you can always over you you can compensate for it on the next one. That's for sure.
0: Okay. All right. Well, let's talk real quick about your location uh, and about why Alameda.
5: Uh, I was originally my first duty station when I went into the military the, the, the coast guard i was stationed on the coast guard cutter morgenthal which is out of alameda 378 foot uh, high endurance cutter and it's a little island in between oakland and alameda island is another island called coast guard island okay and that's where some of the bigger high endurance cutters used to be to be uh was stationed there for two and a half years uh my wife's parents told her, "Don't go to the other side of the island. That's where the drunk sailors hang out." <laughs> <laughs> I tell my daughter the same thing. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, she was 18 at the time, so <laughs> she she knew who would buy her beer, and that's how I met my wife. She would oh, go hang God. out with the drunk sailors, and that's yeah. how we met. We went to San Diego together. Uh, it, her right. family. We have deep roots in Alameda.
0: Okay, we really do. So you wanted to? You thought that was a good a good spot. You felt good about being it's there. An the amazing people cool. spot. Okay, it's
5: an amazing spot. It's it's right in the middle. Uh, it's a conditional use permit that we use because we're in a mixed use community where people can walk to the brewery from their from their place. A
0: mixed. What's a mixed use community?
5: It's half and it's half business and half residential. Okay, so it's one of those areas where. Um,
0: is it like by, fa- like by Faction, that hill
4: area? It's on Perk Street, right?
0: It's At on the Faction,
5: downtown, the main
4: drag.
0: Right across the bridge, basically. Okay. Faction, but
5: it, one of the most amazing breweries out there right now. If yeah. you have the to Faction, go there.
0: Except the brewery owner's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> the I'm
5: not saying Roger. I didn't say a thing. <laughs> 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 They're on the other side of the island over on the old naval base. Right, uh, right. And there's not a, a lot of uh, people who live right there.
0: Yeah, so. yeah well, I guess, yeah, I guess that's what I'm interested in as far as, far as it, when you're driving there, you see residents, you see people playing and whatever, and Correct. then there's some abandoned buildings and then there's, there's factions. So I don't know if that <laughs> was kind of like a, a mixed-use space or not. Uh, I'm just trying to figure that, out. That
5: would be the opposite of a mixed-use. Okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Fair enough. That's like single-use. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
4: really,
0: okay.
5: Whoever wants the space... Take it, please. <laughs> right. So you get a exactly. lot of people
4: that are local come down after dinner. Uh, in the Absolutely,
5: afternoon and we like we that. heavy foot traffic, especially in nice. those those places. Most I know a lot of the breweries that I used to visit were in industrial parks, uh, places that were kind of off mm-hmm. the beaten track. This is not one of those spaces. Nice. We're we're right in there where people live.
0: Okay. Right? All right. So as a former Coast Guard uh, uh, dude, are you tired of Marines getting all the credit for being valorous or what? Uh, No. Because I would be. (laughs) I don't
5: know. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) We work longer hours, have higher ASAP scores, but, you know, (laughs) for— But those guys have one of the— the hardest jobs that there has to be in human existence. Oh, for sure. Except this job right there. Yeah, that's true. It's pretty tough. I've seen those guys. When I was stationed in in Iraq, and I was up there in Basra and Qasar and watching what those guys were dealing with, you know, what I was dealing with
0: as a Coast Guard? Uh, it's true.
5: Wow. Uh, anywhere you're on a waterway, that's well, where we're I at. I guess,
0: and that's that's it was sort of like the, the basis for my joke. It was just a <laughs> terrible joke. But, like, you, you don't think of a Coast Guard doing stuff like that. I would never think that our Coast Guard went to, to Basra. Nobody does. Uh, nobody.
5: Uh, you, most of the time, you're like, oh, yeah, I'm the Coast Guard. It's like, oh, so you're like Baywatch, right? And I'm like, no, that's. <laughs> eventually, eventually, you cave in and you're like,
6: yeah, yeah, that's what yeah. I want to do Yeah,
5: I got my, <laughs> got my Speedo hanging
0: up And it's, uh, you know, in a shadow box I it's do, I'm right
5: there with David Hasselhoff I'm running down yeah. the
0: beach You and David like, Hasselhoff are big in Germany, man Right? Exactly yeah. <laughs> So you you got out, I, I imagine Yes, did sir you, Did you get out before you wanted to start the brewery? This was before I This it was, was probably kind of
5: be back in 2003 That yeah, it I, a I long got time out. ago it, it really, well you don't have to say it that way. It doesn't seem like that. No, you're old, and we're talking about it right now. Uh, That's great. Uh, I, I went to the Coast Guard. I knew I wanted to, to go to college. Uh, I used the GI Bill. I went to college. I graduated from Hayward State, now Cal State East Bay. Mm-hmm. So did my wife. She got a master's from that location. Nice. Then I ended up as an analyst regulating casinos in Southern California, where my boy Stuart's still at. Uh, learned a lot. I'm just not meant for a cubicle. I'm just that's the, I'm that was going to be the man. death of me. It yeah. really was. The the worst part is like it's either somebody's birthday or a potluck <laughs> for something <laughs> the and I was and I was 60 pounds heavier than I needed to be and there was yeah. always good food around and I was sedentary my entire time. So that that is not what i'm meant to do
0: that's a good point because you know <laughs> i always think of like a cubicle farm is just you know you're just sitting there it's basically office space i mean you know and you're just sitting there and you're bored and everyone's annoying but i forgot about it's always some it's perpetually somebody's birthday it's Did you always sign a, a reason to sharon? eat no. always
4: a reason to eat yeah i Everybody's, don't know sharon they're all bored they need to eat or, or sell it. do something yeah. to break it up right? i swear
5: it was insane. Well, I'm glad
4: you got out of, of, uh, <laughs> safely
5: of, Good for you. of both occupations. I was paroled because... out of the cubicle, and yeah. uh, now I just work 18-hour days, seven days a week, <laughs> yeah. and I don't sleep. So, Do you miss the cubicle uh, even a I'd little say, bit,
0: all the free uh, food?
5: Uh, 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 do, you know what I, do you know what I miss most is probably days off. Yeah? Uh, that's probably what I miss most is that there's no days off. You're not taking this. a day off. No, there's no days off. Really? No days off. Hmm. That sucks. It, there's that's always, the there's always something to do. Oh, really? yeah. I might have been naive. Okay, a, bit, uh, a lot naive. But, yeah. you know, like, oh, okay, I'll just make beer and sell it. And, and then that's what yeah, I'll do. Yeah, you better be prepared to work your ass off. That's for, that's for sure.
4: Well, that says to me a lot more about the maturity of of your of the company and the business. I mean, because can't you see a, a time where somebody else does a lot of the work that you're doing as you get bigger?
5: As we get bigger, they take on things that I used to be doing, and I, I always find myself doing something else. Okay. You know, what? there's always <laughs> something to do. It, it, it never stops. Uh, mm-hmm. If they take on more of the selling projects, that leaves me free for okay. Well, now I'm going to do more analytics based on sales yeah. and figure out where right we done. need to be. And it right. never, it never yeah. stops.
0: Do you see a point where it, it'll eventually let up? Like you can, you'll eventually hire somebody to do something, or or, or, like you just said, is that just going to leave you free to go find some other weird task to do that There's nobody else is doing right now? always to do.
5: Now. We just hired on a GM, uh, one of the most amazing people, and one of the most amazing... Jesse!
4: Man. Oh, you, you oh, know him! I know Jesse. Yeah, He's we me picked text up, a minute, uh, you know? Jesse Saranata
5: Jesse from... Triple Rock? He used to be from oh, Triple yeah. Rock. Oh, my God. And, by the way, he
0: says hello. You landed Jesse. Hello, Jesse. We, we did. we pry him out of the walls, man. I do. Well,
5: he was on his first retirement, apparently. I don't really know what that means. He's a good
0: kid. That's just
5: a great guy. Uh, sure. He's he's a he's a go getter, no, and we're very proud. You got to give have him, him a lot on of board. rope
4: because he's got he can
5: run with it. Yeah. Uh, we give we let him run. Right. Uh, him and my brother in law um, Michael Hyman's are really doing an amazing job. Michael really? Hyman's kind of built a culture in our tasting room where we take everybody by the hand. It's like nobody's pinky out. It's like oh, I only drink Budweiser. Don't worry, we'll walk you through to a beer you're happy with. Nice and. Michael implemented that. Jesse is is there to oh, yeah. kind he, of take on the other stuff. Yeah. They get it. Total customer experience guy, Jesse. Does a great job. Amazing individual.
0: Yeah, he's a good he's a good dude. He did a lot for Triple Rock there and oh, uh, uh, oh, he, how long yes. has he
5: been at uh, Alameda Island? I've had him for probably Six weeks.
0: Oh, geez. Okay. See, he's just getting just figuring up. it out. Yeah, exactly. That's cool. You guys can be doing events and all that kind of stuff, or, or what? What? That what? was
5: one of the things we were slacking on. Is we don't yeah. really have the bandwidth. With we were we ran we run a skeleton crew. We we're not like, oh, we're going to hire a whole bunch of people and uh, try and do everything at once. It's like, no, we can't afford this. Like, why we're young. <laughs> right. We're 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 gonna go until we're burned out. Then we bring somebody on, and then eventually yeah. all of them are burned out. You bring somebody else on, like that's how through. That's, that's the AIBC way. <laughs> you know, it's like we're not going to hire somebody seasonally. We're not going to lay you off. You get hired with us, you're staying on. Yeah, you know, we don't want to play that game of oh, you're a
0: seasonal worker. Th-
5: there's no such thing
0: with us. Yeah, you're just going to be doing everything. Yeah,
5: yeah, be prepared to work.
0: <laughs> right I like it though I mean I think that it sounds like it, you know the community is responding really well to the business model to the beers you guys are brewing because otherwise you wouldn't have all these jobs
5: uh, I sure, and Jesse ho- wouldn't I sure hope have a place. so uh. yeah
0: I mean it, you know I, I can imagine that uh that they are uh, what kind of beers are you brewing what do you say that you focus on if you have a focus we don't which really, is totally fine. We don't really have a focus, you that's know. That's a wrong answer. God, I damn probably. Man, let's damn let's go. Go. Come I it. Come on, any other answer. <laughs> yeah. Any any other answer?
5: Yeah. Yeah. All right, okay. Yeah. Uh, I always enjoyed enjoyed classic German styles that tends to be my focus. I love Polish okay. love alt Doppelbox, my box like that's mm-hmm. yeah. that's what I love. I love IPAs, I love pale ales, but that's not where I gravitate towards. Okay. I like the low ABV, noble hopped, super clean and crisp. Like, those are the beers I love.
0: How do you find that people are responding to those kind of beers? Because a little bit more and more now you see wow, tasty's robots talking to me. <laughs> Get off your phone, bro. <laughs> His neural <laughs> implant. Giving him directions to go home? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're this done. Time. Please get in the car. He and has head more for friends on hours. Facebook, I swear. I have a demon in my phone. I swear. Tell him I'm to sure you do. Um, to these low-alcohol beers, because for, uh, forever and ever, it's always been IPA rules the playground, but now you see more culture. Now you see more actual pilsners. Thank God. Yeah. Um, but are people are people digging that, or is it still kind of like pockets of resistance?
5: It's it's a 50-50 mix. You know, you have those people who come in, they... They want I'm fine with a that. A New mix, England style IPA. <laughs> no. They want a West Coast style IPA. They come in. They want a Doppelbock or a coal strip pilsner. It's clean. Maybe a, a, a Scotch ale. It's like that's we try and a run. Scotch.
0: You've heard, you, someone actually asked for a Scotch ale one? There's one guy in the Bay Area. I want to meet him because that dude's my a hero.
5: He's like, in no, our no, place no, 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 every yeah, day. Right, yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's one my guy. my brother-in-law Bro. Michael. He's the general of the Haggai Army. Uh, we run a, a beer called, we wanted it to be called the Sea Hag, yeah, uh, but now we call it the Sea Haggis. <laughs> thanks to the trademark electronic search system.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> gotta love that, man. Uh,
5: you, you gotta double check the names of the beers. Yeah. And, and we were, that was supposed to be a one-off beer. Uh, he built up a following around, single-handedly around a Scotch Ale that we cannot take it off. It's on (laughs) year-round.
0: Really? And (laughs) people people
5: will will riot right in our tasting room if we ever take that beer off. That's oh, great.
3: Yeah. Well, Scottish people tend to be angry. <laughs> that's
0: right. And well, violent. their needs are cold all the time. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah. To a fault sometimes. That's great because, it, you know, if you if you came in here and, and, like, Warren, let's say you came in here and told me a story about a brewery who had a Scotch ale as a year-round. It was, like, was super popular. I'd say it was this 1994. <laughs> right. <laughs> but and not in a bad way because it's it's those styles that helped build craft beer to begin with. And everyone uh, fucking true. forgets about them. But, very but true. But now it's everything. Well, what do you have that's super cloudy? What do you have that's super bitter? Well, th- We've got it all. And yeah, that's, and that's You good. better
5: be able to run the gamut these days. Uh, nobody wants to go into a place and be like, okay, they only do this style of beer or this style of beer. It's You better be able to run the gamut now.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're a production brewery, and they only, they only have their four core styles plus two seasonal That's that's not going to work. You're basically running a multi-tap. we got to cover all the styles. That's you very you have to cover all the styles. Yeah. And,
5: and, 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 and just like I'm drinking our... our uh, we call it our island haze. I just spilled it everywhere, it which is <laughs> true. I just threw it right <laughs> in my crotch. Yeah. While I was trying to spin it to make it look cool. That's so how you that's it, how aroma it. smell.
0: you reverse drink and you pour it into the bladder. Oh right. Yeah. Uh
5: New England styles are coming up. I didn't I wasn't really excited about this particular style um
0: I hear you. On the west
5: coast. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's like it's cool, not right? clear if it's not beer. People are revolting now, some brewers against this style, but it's it's probably our fastest mover now, mm-hmm. and it really surprised me. It really did. Yeah. We had people coming in uh, we have a customer, Chauncey and another gentleman from Maine, His name is Josh, and they come in and they were dropping trials and trilliums. And <laughs> they were just like, "You gotta do this, bro and I was like, "No." and finally i broke down and we did all the research we could to figure it's out how that beer was made yeah. authentically in the right way and mm-hmm. we, we did it and all of a sudden overnight that's our number one seller wow. it's just that simple
0: have you did you not like them at first when you were drinking them or it, it, why it, didn't you want to make one
5: it, it, it is that reservation. You know what? When you learn how to brew, it depends on who you're learning how to brew from. Mm-hmm. And there's a Absolutely. Certain, there's a certain uh, aesthetic quality to beers on the West Coast, and it's been that way for so long mm-hmm. that you see a beer that comes out, and, and that looks like – what does that look like? like uh, it looks like Troube. <laughs> it, it does. <laughs> it looks like yeah. the bottom of a tank. Yeah. yeah. But no, I, mean, no, I think Roger no gave chunkies, it. used those though. exact words. Like, did you get that from the body mirror tank? Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's where, I, <laughs> that's where uh, I keep all of my
0: NEIPA at the bottom right. of my fermenter. Exactly. Funny, bro. Yeah. But no chunks. And no chunks. Just cloudy. Just cloudy. So... Have you come? Those are the good ones. Did, did, were you tasting them? And did, did you see? Do you see the appeal? Did, did you see the appeal before you made it? And have it, you come around to it now? I mean, you're drinking it. It, so you it must was like probably it,
5: forty beers in. It was. It, you learned. <laughs> that's, to – That's uh, your threshold. If, I guess I'm going to put an, point. An, uh, an arbitrary mark of forty. <laughs> okay, I love for it. any new style. Okay, all right. <laughs> he said. It. And they brought in all these beers, and I'm like, "Hey, you know, I, I see the appeal. One, the bitterness is low. The mouth feels very heavy, and they're easy to drink. But you still get a big hoppy finish to these guys.
6: Mm-hmm.
5: But it, it's definitely the opposite of
0: a West Coast IPA. What it, is that it is, noise? It, And not only that, is br-
5: it's probably tasty. White. Is that your phone? Tasty, you stop it's having been so many friends
0: for like the whole show. <laughs> and if we can kill it, that'd be cool. Uh, Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. Well, I mean, God bless you for making yeah. it. I don't know what to tell you. Uh,
5: Believe it or not, there's a lot of nuances to that beer that nobody... They're like, yeah, it's the true of whatever. But, I mean, the chloride to sulfate ratios are switched. It has to have a certain yeast. You yeah, I dry hop at a certain rate. It has to be a certain yeast strain. Yeah. Heavy protein malts.
0: Would you say that it was... Your, uh, a, a research challenge to it figure it out? It was for us. okay. We and maybe that was the draw in the beginning? I think
5: so because okay. I love to learn. It was, how do you make these beers? And there was 30 different threads upon 90 different boards. Like, this is how you make this style of beer. And we're like, Well, fuck it. We're going to use all of them. Like, (laughs) that's what we did. And, like, ta-da,
0: it worked. All right. (laughs) Applesauce and and flour and... uh, No flour. I don't know. I'm just just throwing shit out there. No flour. No flour. I look down on flour.
5: I look down on flour, which is kind of weird, but... Yeah, well, we'll do anything else but adding flour to <laughs> beer. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, speaking of the haze craze, White Labs, uh, if you haven't visited the Vault for Homebrewers at Whitelabs.com, it's their collection of specialty, one of a kind strains where they're able to, you're able to pre order and decide which strains are released to your fellow homebrewers. All you have to do go to Whitelabs.com slash the Vault. Place a pre-order on the strain you'd like to use. Um, so if you're into that haze craze, the WLP066 London Fog Ale Yeast is a great choice for those hazy New England-style IPAs. And uh, White Labs has already released it twice already, so um, make it a third time, dude. Don't wait. Visit whitelabs.com slash thevault to learn more and place a pre-order today. Okay, I think what we're going to do, Matt, is we're going to take a break Sounds great. And then we're going to come back and we're going to drink your beers. Sweet. Uh, which I'm uh, all about because, uh, like I said, you have a Kolsch, and I'm excited to drink it. Sweet. Are you excited for us to drink it? in front? I of you? am. I love that uh, beer. No, this right, finish is fine. good. All right. Excellent. All right, everybody. We'll be right back with Matt from Alameda Island Brewing. It's the session. Hang on. Uh, yeah, we'll be here
2: for you. You're listening to The Brewcasters. The Brewcasters on The Brewing Network.
1: Your support of The Brewing Network means everything to us. We couldn't produce shows without you. And we love giving you something extra for that support, like... 5-star treatment today. Easy.
2: Oh, yeah. That's definitely more of an American meat, but I can hardly tell because this beer just smells like sour butter. I wonder how long it's been since they cleaned the draft line. Yeah, and look at the bubbles on the side of the glass. It's filthy. Somebody should tell these guys about the Cicerone program. For sure. How about we head
1: somewhere else for another beer? Your server should give beer the same respect you do. Request quality. The Cicerone certification program offers four levels of beer certification, in-person classes, and course books for beer professionals. Check them out at Cicerone.org. The Cicerone certification program. We know beer. Hi, this is Tyler from Libertine Brewing Company in the central coast of California. You're listening to Brewing Network the Session. It sucks. Does it sucks? It sucks. But that's what's good about it, is that it sucks, right? Ah!
0: Thanks, everyone, for sticking with us, just talking some some beer talk on the break. And, uh, you know, that's what we do here, among other things. Uh, Before we get back to Matt and Alameda Island Brewing, I want to tell you guys about, of course, the CraftBeer.com Beer and Food Course. And we like food here because, let's be honest, if you're drinking beer, you're eating food at the same time, probably Um, unless you have a problem, because uh, food is real good. It's the groundbreaking course that leads professionals and enthusiast chefs alike through the basics of pairing beer and food. The craftbeer.com beer and food course was built by a Culinary Institute of America graduate and certified Cicerone. There are two versions. One is a professional version made for chefs, restaurateurs, brewers, and hospitality professionals. And two, uh, an enthusiast version created for at-home chefs. Learn how to pair beer with your favorite foods, including chocolate, charcuterie, and chez. You'll also get to ultimately know beer styles. You'll see data and stories that will convince you that full flavored beer deserves a place on the menu along with wine and spirits. And of course, it's free. So visit craftbeer.com and you can learn more. Uh, Oh, you're getting notes to look at the camera? Or is that for me? Uh, Uh, Where is that at? Camera is uh, right here. But I don't know if you're on it yet or not. You might be here. There you go. Let sign that off. No, not, <laughs> that's not that one. That's this one. All right. So before we left, we were uh, well, before we get to the beers, we were kind of talking beer styles mm-hmm. and what's kind of hitting. And you said, of course, the, the New England IPA and, and Scotch Ale, which to me is such a weird juxtaposition of, of beer styles.
5: They're complete opposite ends of the spectrum. Yeah. Uh, if it wasn't for a tasting room... A uh, Scotch ale would already, we would have taken that offline. It's we have a, a cult following behind a Scotch ale because nobody carries those. That's right, a very, that's a malt bomb. Right, uh, everything's about the IPA bomb, or, or, or that's complete opposite end of the spectrum. So, when we had that following, we just kept making the Scotch ale, and people kept doing it. Uh huh.
0: Yeah. And they well, love I, it. Yeah, that sounds great. So, it's, I mean, it sounds like, and we talk a lot about on the show about building communities around beer, drinking. We're, we're, we're getting hyper-regional with what we're doing as, as breweries, right, as breweries progress and breweries grow. You need to grow that community. And it sounds like you've grown the community of, or helped grow the community, or found a community, or both, of people who have an eclectic <laughs> taste, an uh, eclectic range of beer, because, I mean, the, the taps, the the, the 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 handles you have don't sound like anything that I've ever seen at a brewery. We There's try, just a lot going on. And I'm just, not saying in a bad way, of course. I'm no. saying, like, it's a very good, you found a great place, and it sounds like you're pumping out some good information and some good beers for people to to be willing to try these, we these styles. We everything
5: from Ken, uh, uh, Kentucky Common, which... Somebody had found the archival paperwork too from eighteen ninety. Oh, we, we we have we did our research. We we did our own little tweaks to the recipe. It's not traditionally to that recipe. To Scotch ales, mm-hmm. a lot of traditional German styles, IPAs, hazy IPAs. We run West Coast IPAs, hazy IPAs, Burton uh, barrel aged beers. Irish stout, Scotch ales. We want a variety in our place where somebody comes in and they're like, "Well, we don't like we we hear this all the time. I don't like hoppy beers." Yeah. That you mean you don't like bitter beers and we turn right. them onto a hazy beer and they're like, "Hey, this is great. It's very accessible to those individuals." Maybe oh, they don't sure. want that, so they switch to a pilsner. Or a Kolsch, maybe they want a little more flavor. Turn them onto an alt beer. They want a malt bomb, scotch ale, doppelbox. Mm-hmm. We don't want to. We don't want to stagnate on, on one particular style. That's for sure.
0: I, I I appreciate that going into a brewery and every beer is the same color and it's just variants on one style of beer. That's really annoying and it's very old. And it, 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 there's no, for me there's no driving of education. So you can't you can't have that conversation with a new beer drinker.
5: You can, but on the other hand, it's also very difficult for us because we've got to run so many different strains of yeast. Sure, we're well, not that's why you're we're working. not running
0: twenty five hours a day, man. One house, <laughs> yeah.
5: we, we're not like oh, we only run one house strain. It's like right. we're running six as it is with eleven tanks, and we try and harvest and reuse as much as we can and cut the pricing wherever we can so we don't have to extend that pricing on to customers, but. We're not gonna sacrifice the quality of the beer when you're drinking a Kolsch or whatever it is. We're not gonna try and run a uh, we're
4: yeah. not gonna try and run a
5: cal or, or a USO five. And, 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 and try and push it off as a Kolsch. That's yeah. not what
4: we do. Right, right. Now you do, uh, for instance, like a you do like uh, some forty on a lot of forty barrel forty barrel batches. So like some of the. The fringers styles are slower moving, so mm-hmm. one of, you could get you could get one you could buy a pitch for that, make a and make that beer and be good for like months. You don't need you probably wouldn't repitch some of these. Right? Correct. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not like cause since you have like a big batch size for your and for your pub.
5: What we try and do is we're like, okay, if we know we're going to run this Kolsch, mm-hmm. we try and find some other styles around the Kolsch that use the same strain, so we can try and say, hey. Okay, we run the Kolsch, then we run the Alt. The problem is we can't run Alt to Kolsch. The, the color change and mm-hmm. the flavor change runs from the Alt to the Kolsch. Mm-hmm. But it, during the summertime, we run our Kopp booster, which is a little bit lighter. We can run that back and forth of the Kolsch for a bit. And we try and get as many generations out of that yeast. Oh, and, and for us, with how many different yeast strains we run, we're never above five generations ever. Really?
4: It just doesn't happen because you run on demand for that yeast. Exactly. I mean, you're
5: up. And if if, if we try and harvest it and we're holding it for more than a week, dump it. It's it's it's. We we're not into making mediocre beer. We've had problems in the beginning, but those are gone. That's it. It's a, we'll dump it right down the drain.
4: So, you, and you pretty much get a forty barrel pitch, or do you start with the lighter beer and, and move, up, move it up? We bit? try and start with the lighter beer and move up. We're okay.
5: not going to move backwards. We can. What's great is when everything kind of the stars align just right. We can go like, oh, we're going to do the pale ale. Then here comes, no, you know, the the, uh, here comes one IPA, and behind that's a, <laughs> another IPA, yeah. and behind that's a double IPA. And, and we can yeah. get like five generations at most as, as, as much as we push. We're looking into Brink systems for some of the house strings that we run the most of that are the most expensive, but we're, we're not going to sacrifice that quality.
4: No, no. I mean, yeast is a, it's a cost factor. It really is. And then, of course, multi-generations. I mean, the the beast gets a little bit better, too. There's that aspect.
5: There is. First generation on our Kolsch yeast is not as as good. I think peak on OT9 is hitting second, third generation. Really? That really creates that great fruity nose. It's super clean and dry. First generation uh, loses some of... Those little elements that you look for in a culture, and you know every every yeast strain kind of works a little bit different. And it's not about
4: like continuation; it's, it's the ester. profile. It
5: really is ester profile on mm-hmm. on the yeast for us. We can we can sit there and make a clean beer all day. Mm. It's it's the ester profile on these strains that are important to us.
0: Oh. Is that part of the reason why you have eleven tanks? Is is for yeast management, or is that just just pure, pure purely growth? And yeast management has nothing to do with uh, with why you have so much.
5: For us, we had eight tanks probably about a month ago. Mm-hmm. We want, we were we have a tasting room where a lot of people are coming in. We have to run a lot of different styles. We also have. accounts And there's two different styles of accounts as far as I'm concerned. There's your Steady Eddies. They put it on the menu. They're like, give me this beer. Don't change it. Always put it on tap. If you run out, that's it. Okay. Then you have the other accounts where it's like, what's new? What's different? Uh, I've had that. What's new? I've had that. What's new? (laughs) Mm -hmm. So we're trying to run like that fine line. But for us, when we had eight tanks, we're trying to do both. We were half tanking. We we should have been full tanking. So we would like, okay, let's do a 20-barrel batch of this. We'd drain it, put the next beer back in, do another different style of beer. And before that beer's done and ready to come out of the tank, you're already out of beer number one. Okay. You know, so wow. it was constantly running out of things. We, we have a tasting room that works more like a retail location. Mm-hmm. And you're also trying to keep up with the steady 80 accounts, and we were consistently running out of beers. Well, those so we are had, had to drop th- tanks. Those yeah, are two okay. different models. I mean, they, got- they really are. And we're trying to run, like, a very fine line in between them, and we got we got kind of caught up. So as soon as those next three tanks dropped, it was
4: it was like, thank you. Uh, <laughs> thank but you. The, that's <laughs> the problem. That's only going to get worse. I mean, as you, get, right. as you get more accounts that want a, a certain beer. Uh, correct. Uh, I, I think
5: we weren't really paying attention, and I think that hurt us. I, yeah. I think now that we know that that's a concern like hey you need to keep up on different styles and you need to keep your core beers up that's a very very different ball game both of those are, are yeah. two different two different
4: fields right so now that you've got 11 of them you, now you see a lot of relief you could probably have. A- yeah, probably for three months. Uh, my <laughs> yeah, salesmen like,
5: are now like, oh, they're off the leash. And order it's like, some oh, more. Just, just take it easy. They're like. Bur, 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 bur. <laughs>
6: <laughs> so, so you've
5: added three. How many more could you add? For those uh, in, in, in our space, we're at 11. That space is designed so we can add twenty-three forty barrels.
0: Wow. Total. Yeah. When are you um, going to get there? Let's go. I I I don't know. We like to grow slow.
5: <laughs> yeah. We like that. We like the slow growth method. You know, we don't don't get into too much debt too fast.
0: Yeah. What do you think about uh, about those accounts that are only just pumping out the new stuff? They just want the new stuff, and they're not interested in repeating. Good channels. for them. Yeah.
5: Good for them. You know, that's a that's a personal thing. That's a business model we're following. Mm-hmm. But there's definitely breweries out there. that's like we're never going to do the same thing twice. Good for them. That's amazing.
0: I mean, like, like if the, they can in, make that model the, work, good for area, them. Right? Like, in, like, in a, like a, you have a craft beer bar that mm-hmm. you never want to get the same thing in twice. Oh, what About the multi-town model, <laughs> yeah. To me, that's a super annoying.
5: It, but it, it can be, you know, to some accounts and to other accounts where it's like, hey, when we approach them, and we've only got court beer, so like, what's new? It's like nothing. Well, bye. You yeah. know, the, 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 there's certain breweries out there have built a model up around that. It's, it's the new culture of don't, don't feed me the same thing. What's new? I mean, and so yeah, that, and, that hurts you if you want to do uh, the same core beers over and over and over and over again. I, I, the, the model for us do, is somewhere yeah. in between.
0: Right. But, but, I st- but I still think there's an impact. And I guess for, for me, in my mind, I think that impact is bad overall for craft beer in general. Because I've people, got no opinion. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you, you don't want to... You don't, I, mean, you don't I, I, what I what have no... Like.
5: You know what? If, if there's guys out there and there's definitely models built up around that, it's like yeah. there's businesses built up around not doing the same beer twice, and they're doing fantastic. Right now. Do you know what?
0: Uh, it, yeah, it, maybe maybe that
5: model changes in yeah. five years, oh, but for right to, now, right? they're doing great. Because yeah. the,
4: the model right now is the retail rotating multi-tap. And mm-hmm. it's and, like... Yeah. Th- they need a different... It, what have you got for me today that nobody else has had? That's what they want.
5: And there's, uh, you know, without using names, that there's guys doing
4: fantastic.
5: I mean fantastic at that model. Yeah. Uh, there's guys doing fantastic at, well, we're not going to do the same beer. We're just going to only do our five cores. But do you know what? Those are the guys who get the taps that never change.
6: Mm-hmm.
5: they they're steady eddies for for 5 years yeah. and then they never switch and you know what that's how you pay bills they're, and you know what we're trying to run somewhere in between it, I think and we're that's trying where to you look at attention to, to the market but it doesn't mean that we're doing the right thing, and I don't want to say that like anybody's doing the right you've, or the wrong you've thing on that.
0: Cracked the code, and I uh, did
4: definitely. We definitely
5: <laughs> haven't cracked the code. <laughs> <Yeah. Okay.
4: laughs> well, GP, I'm getting, I'm getting your vibe about not being a fan of the, of the rotating taps because every every time well, you come in, you have no clue what what you would like. Right? You're just going to have one beer. I'm a more of a fan of like, well, where they're rotating, but they're mm-hmm. they're, they're rotating these really great beers. So like if Alameda Island has a great Kolsch, and I'm going to run like. Either a culture or wit—they're in there that mix. Every like eight weeks, they're going to be on. Yeah, but my rather problem than one on once and never on
0: again. Yeah, but I go to I go into a bar and nothing sounds appealing. Because it, again, it's it's me and I, I admit, you it's know, my, my tastes are very th- very focused. Yeah, and the, and then there's nothing there's nothing familiar. Like if I have a, a, there's a seven percent oatmeal stout on tap. I'm not going to drink that because it's fucking seven percent oatmeal stout. <laughs> that's, that's you should get locked up in my opinion if you do that. But you then know it you go is ahead what and it take
5: is. These two beers and put them.
0: There. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, but like um, but one these is imperial, right? I mean. You say th- th- right? we've got two Imperials sitting okay. right in front of. Well, us. see that's the thing, right? But <laughs> anyway, maybe I put my foot in my mouth in. <laughs> yeah. but, um, but if I go into a bar and like I, I don't know if, if if I don't like the styles and the alcohol doesn't scream out to me, then I want I want a familiar I want a familiar face, and maybe I'm. I, I think as usual, I'm clearly in the lower percentage of people who think like me, mm-hmm. um, but, but not I, the wrong percentage, but not the wrong. Thank you, Warren. <laughs> You're welcome. That's why we're, <laughs> I we're, agree, like we're almost friends. I always <laughs>
5: look for for anything 5% or below because you only have one beer. Never. That's yeah. that's how my brain kind of works. But yeah.
0: Hmm. All right. Well, speaking of beers, we finally have beers in front of us. was a shot for Bev. That's
2: I'm one. not Here the bartender. Comes. Yeah, it took a long bear. time to get a beer.
3: <laughs> <laughs> They're busy out there. Are they? Yes. No. It took a long time to get a beer.
0: <laughs> Those two necessarily don't equal each other. Well, I wasn't gonna. I was gonna split words. Okay. All right. Uh, what's this first beer we have here, Matt? I have no idea
5: what r- order she put these in. Oh, Which one did you grab? I just she just sent threw you the order. Uh, you s- she sent you? you the order. Me? Me. Where?
0: In
3: chat, no, in sender, in- she, in email. she put it in the mailbox. Uh, out the first order. one
1: is pedal to the people. Second one is Island Hayes. Second one's Kolsch, third There's two second, fourth two fourth one, two second one, Sorry, third one was Kolsch Fourth is broadside.
5: <laughs> and, it, and it looks like your order, from looking at it, is different from ours.
0: Yeah, I just moved <laughs> I yeah. instinctively put them in Shame order of color. But should I not have done that? Well, now now your two dark ones are. Now I can put it back. I'm not stupid. Here we there, go. There oh, no, we're holding it. So is this the order is this the order we should try them in cuz it's dark uh hazy cloudy clear and brilliant and beautiful and then dark again. I
5: would definitely start off with the Kolsch first. The, 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 <sighs> there's some bruisers in here. I would
0: I don't want to muddle it up. All right. Let's check it out.
4: I, I just
1: brought them to you in the order that they were on the Yeah. Well, it's menu.
0: not like you've never done this show before <laughs> and you like you have no idea how to
5: brew. <laughs> oh. and then I would put probably put the haze next. I remember my okay. first flight. And then <laughs> switch the last two, so you get the oatmeal imperial stout okay. before the bourbon barrel aged
0: monster. They've actually really just got mad and threw her headphones off. Just, she's like, "Damn, I you. don't care."
6: It's like whatever.
0: So <laughs> the, through, the the left stout should stay right on the left.
5: I would switch the two up. Switch them, okay? Yeah, exactly, because you're looking at an oatmeal imperial stout, and then after that's a bourbon barrel aged coffee added. Gotcha. Yeah. Bohemoth over on there, there on the other right. end. No we'll what see if I play musical you
3: know. glasses, right?
0: <laughs> okay, <laughs> so the first I'm just Kulsh. suggesting. Kolsch! Tell me about the Kolsch. Uh,
5: I love doing classic German styles, so this is uh, a straight Kolsch. There's, there's nothing funny. There's nothing in the bag on this one. We're not trying to do any trends. We're just, what is the perfect Kolsch? That's what we're trying to
0: do. Right. More in your colch, colch <laughs> connoisseur. Sure, yes. Very clean.
4: <laughs> Based on how many fruity, times that's I've all been to Cologne. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you made a Kolsch over at your brewery. Warren. No. Oh, I do. Oh. Yeah, well,
0: you're chasing the perfect Kolsch. Yeah, everybody is. Nobody's ever hit it, and well. so can't
3: even know if what I it, my ideal at Kolsch, if that's even what it's like. Over you don't there. even know what it is. Yeah.
5: All right.
0: <laughs> I'm at the same boat. What kind of hops are in here?
5: Uh, it, uh we just use saws on that
0: one. Okay. It's very good. I like it. It's a little it tasted a little or y a little citrusy, uh which I which I like. That's why I kind of asked about the about the hops. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it.
3: More from the yeast. Do you do, uh late hop additions in the kettle?
5: Uh we do one 10-minute addition. We do a 60, we do we we boil for 90 minutes cuz we're using a it's it's mostly Pilsner malts. So we do a 90-minute mm-hmm. boil. We start a clock at 60. We do a drop on saws, and then we wait for about 10 minutes. We do another drop. That's it.
3: 10 minutes before a, flame out? A, correct. Okay. Wow.
0: Very crisp. Yeah. Very yeah. clean. The yeah. water, have a,
4: it has a great water character. Yeah. Uh, tell me
5: about your water. The the great thing about Alameda is we're off the Orinda plant, and it's bereft of everything. It's got some high bicarbonate, so... The only thing we really have to worry about when we're using a lot of pale malts is the the, the mash pH. Mm-hmm. The mash pH here, I don't think we're adding a lot, but we do have to, to bump it back down. Without in it adding any trace minerals, we use some phosphoric acid to get that pH sure. back into its normal range. Sure. Mm-hmm. Normal and that's bit. it. We don't really have to do a
0: lot of play with the water on this. Well, that's nice.
5: <laughs> it really is. It really yeah. is.
0: That would help no, me out on a brew day, man. It's <laughs> a
4: soft water beer, so
0: yeah. yeah. yeah.
5: And that's what's great about the, the water where we're at in Alameda off the arena plant is is most of it is is very bereft of everything. We kind of build the, the character back up into the, what, what we need, exactly.
3: Uh, 029 is a real finicky yeast. What kind of... Uh, are you shooting for a specific pitching rate, and what's your fermentation profile look like?
5: Our fermentation profile, we we, we just fresh pitch. Uh, if we're doing another, it really depends on when we do. We when we do our methylene blue stain and we're doing our cell counts, it really depends on if we're we're repitching from a different batch. If we're fresh pitching, we just fresh pitch. Uh, we keep it right around sixty-seven to sixty-eight degrees. There's people out there that say, hey, uh, we get better ester profile at 58, a little bit lower. We found, for us anyways, right around 67 to 68 degrees. For fermentation. Correct. For for, for using White Labs 029, Mm -hmm. that, that really gives us the character we're looking for. Okay. When it's a pure pitch, we drop it to 66
0: the, oh, and then the, the, the more generations you need to, exact, to bump it a little bit. Once we go
5: from generation to two and after, mm-hmm. 67 to 68, if it's a pure pitch, we drop it to 66. We A pure mm. pitch, for some reason on the 029, tends to be super, super clean. Okay. Uh, and, and, and probably clean to the point where we don't really, we're not looking for a, a blonde. We're looking uh-huh. for a Pilsner. Or, yeah. I'm sorry,
4: for a Kolsch. Yeah, doesn't so have the Kolsch
5: character. Exactly, and some of those esters tend to be missing. Yeah, on, on the first generation. Mm-hmm.
4: So you lower it. It seems like you would
5: raise it to get more esters. We th- we thought the same thing. So we said <laughs> so we we were like, hey, yeah. let's take it to seventy three. Like, yeah. and and you yeah. know what? We got the opposite effect. And it was only after huh. talking to some people in the industry, it's like, yeah. Really lower it down huh? and 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 it seems counterintuitive like I want more esters. let's go ahead and drop the 10. No, like that, that seems counterintuitive yeah and 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 sure enough you know we had a few that were like, yeah, this is like a blonde and it's like no we we dropped the temperature on the first gen and and sure enough there it was I was like that that's very that was very okay. surprising to us it seems counterintuitive.
0: So then you have to oh, tweak the the the, um, the temperature up a little bit because if you kept it at 66 for a second gen or forward, it doesn't give you the no. way it gave you in the first gen. Got it. Or okay.
5: you'll get too much on the second and third gen. It'll give you a little bit too much, so you got to drop
0: it back down. Too much sauce. All right. Exactly. That's wow. a good coach, man. My really enjoy. Nice and clean. All right. I think someone poured orange juice in the second glass, yeah. so I think I should pass oh, yeah. on that. And we'll yeah, move right to the lovely
3: stuff. I usually don't drink mimosas this late, but <laughs>
6: yeah.
5: that, uh, it's the mimosa.
0: Uh, <laughs> uh, Warren and I have opinions, and we're, we're going to give you sh- a little bit hey, of shit. G- oh, give Hey, uh, uh, d- bring, bring it on. Bring it on. Bring
5: it
4: on. That's nice, isn't it?
0: Um. I mean, I don't know. Look, Brace, I, think, brick, I think for, uh, for the, for the style, I think you hit it just fine. It looks like all the other cloudy beers I see on Instagram. Gotcha. It uh, has a nice head. It smells good. Um, you know, I'm just giving you shit a little bit. Hey, you should. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do. I'm sorry. Hey, it's you just, should. That's what it is. Don't pull punches. What is the uh, What is the hop aroma there?
5: The hop aroma. We actually only hit it with one addition in the kettle, so we're actually hitting it with about twenty IBU at whirlpool when we're done. Uh, everything else comes in dry hop.
4: Okay, but it's, it's twenty
5: IBUs. Twenty IBU only in the one kettle. One whirlpool edition, so that turns out for an, a twenty pound or a twenty barrel batch about eight point six pounds of mosaic.
0: Mosaic, okay.
5: And then uh, we wait until we're halfway in between OGFG. That's about 1030 for us. I... There's professional brewers out there
0: laughing at me. I don't know what Plato is. <laughs> hey
5: man, Sorry, I, I don't. I, I don't. I never. You who,
0: never learned it. I love laugh <laughs> at people who talk in Plato. It's like you, you're a homberg. Just give like me fucking starting gravity. Most I of our just, no specific gravity.
5: Well, well, thank God these are real people. That's right. <laughs> well, yes. th- they're like, oh yeah, it was twelve point seven six two degrees Plato. I'm like, I have no idea what you just said.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
5: no. uh, uh, straight from
3: the garage. I have ten fifty. It's fine. So we
5: wait until she hits about. about... About 10.30. Uh, Then we hit her on a 40-barrel batch. We hit her with 88 pounds of
4: Citra into fermentation midway through. Okay. So what do you think the finishing IBUs are in this beer?
5: I don't know. We're picking up. uh, We never sent this one to a lab, but we're definitely picking up stuff in the dry hop. We're Mm. definitely picking up. I don't don't know if it's betas or whatever the case may be, but we're probably right around the 20 to 30 range.
4: Let me tell you, uh, what's the ABV of the beer? Uh, Six point one. Oh, it, it tastes like a fifty-five IBU beer. So you must be picking up. We we have to be picking up some, I mean, and everybody's
5: a, like, "Oh, I'm going to dry hop a beer and not pick up any IBU. Good luck." You know yeah. th- that that's not the case on no, some of these it. hazy beers. We're dropping, you know, five pounds per barrel.
0: Wow, and you yeah. know what? It's it's no. going to There's pick a up lot some of, bitterness. No.
4: This this is a hazy uh, hazy beer. It it mediates hop bite. This yes, just has, has a lot of hop bite in
5: it. it. It it still has some hop bite, and yeah. it's above what the, our original calculations were. We've again we've never sent this off to a lab, so we we're not really sure. But, but is hop beer.
3: bite the same as IBUs? N- which,
5: again, uh, as no, that also yeah. depends upon the good. body of the beer. Uh, everything else right. is a very big beer. Uh, we a lot of protein character, a lot of yeast still in suspension, so it'll tend to muddle that bite. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I I really couldn't tell you.
3: Oh yeah, I, I definitely see this beer has a, a perceived bitterness of a lot of higher than twenty IBUs, yeah, but sure. mm-hmm. but it's not the same as a. 50 ibu beer that those ibus came from a 60 minute edition yes it's a different bitterness
0: very different there is still there's still a bitterness uh a bitterness there and some of the other uh cloudy ipas i've tasted don't have that they taste more like they taste more like um you know in um what what is the, the the term um not industrial but imperial pale ales Uh, Or strong pale ale. They taste like cloudy strong pale ales instead of uh, any IPAs. Yeah, um, which I know some people have taken issue with of like the IPA category. Like, is it? it, It's not an IPA Mm because there's there's not bitter. But this one actually tastes like it's the only one that I've had that actually tastes like it could have been an IPA. Or it is an IPA. You know what I mean.
5: Your guess is as
0: good as mine. No, I'm ju- I'm, 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 I'm we telling just said, "Hey, ju- we just threw it at yeah. the tank." <laughs> no, no, and, and I'm telling you, my perception uh-huh. is that I do get enough of a bitterness to go, "Oh, okay, sure." Like I'm not going to go. It doesn't taste like a fucking IPA. It tastes like a. Well, you, my, know. you know,
4: my theory is that the that the haze itself carries some of the uh, the bitterness through. Uh, because there's something to hang on to, right? It's a polyphenol. Yep. It has a yep. body, it has a mass, it has pockets, it has, you know. And the yeast isn't dropping, stuff. and those oils will stick to the yeast. Yeah, and right. everything drops clear, yeah. then those all drop out. Exactly. And go into you know go out into the trash. Right. Then
5: there Then there's others who look at this particular beer and they're like, hey, uh, this isn't really a New England because it's halfway in between, like, so let's say a New England and a juicy IPA. Are you serious? Uh, yeah, they, say they, those they, they, they do because how do you we're, not we're, choke them out? <laughs> What's that? How do you not choke them out? <laughs> They're not within distance. Oh, okay, <laughs> <Not> safe, <laughs> the safety <laughs> of the internet. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> but it, it, it really is true. When I again, when my when our friends of the brewery were coming in, they were handing me the trilliums and. They were using CTZ and Simcoe, Idaho 7, some things which I wouldn't associate with, with a hazy IPA. Mm-hmm. They were bringing them in, and was like, yeah, that's what they use. We're running Mosaic Citra, which is a very juicy style IPA hop combo, mm-hmm. but we're using a New England style. Hazy IPA kind of background to it, okay. so it's kind of somewhere in between, and it's more of a hybrid, I think, than than running CTZ and Simco and some of these other big. So that's the options. difference, okay? Huh. I, I don't know if that's the difference. I know yeah. that's the the difference between what we're doing and what some other breweries are doing.
3: But okay, this definitely is one of. In my vast experience,
5: (laughs) as he vomits on the mic, this is
3: definitely the the most IPA, Mm -hmm. New England IPA I've had. Right, and it's that for me. It's that bitterness on the end. Yeah,
5: everything else is just you know, and it's also not super
3: heavy mouth feel. Do
5: Mm -hmm. we have a convert? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm up, all right. Be <laughs> <laughs> He's well, like, I, I, just uh, just biofine it next time. Right.
4: Well, yeah, well, well, just imagine a world where there is a perfect uh, cloudy IPA. Mm-hmm. I don't we think, think have, it exists. We did, well, what does it look like? What does it smell I mean, like we, and taste made a like? It smells a of, right? German pilsner. People <laughs> a of, made a lot of IPAs before somebody finally making it really good, right? I mean. Truth. I don't you think maybe have even done you it. You remember when there was bad IPAs, right? I mean, like yeah, we're today, still. right now. <laughs> really? well, no, I'm just talking about
0: IPAs are gross. Oh, I'm not telling you personally. I'm just talking yeah. about Oh, like, oh, and, oh, the, the, <laughs> the, 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 the Borg uh, the brain spin, of The Borg okay. got raised and
4: raised and raised. He's right. like, do I you have malt on, liquor? On
0: malt liquor is <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I Boone think malt liquor
5: him. is the new craft beer.
0: Yeah, no, the is high now. So the bar and Hayes is pretty lower.
4: It's like who knows what who knows where it's at, you know.
0: I don't think, but from what I know about the, and I don't want to get too, because next show is going to be all about this stuff, so I don't want to drain too much, but um, I think the bar, by nature of the style, is impossible to set. It is because it's so you, it's not shelf stable. You need to drink it within a couple. Of, what's what's your you've had you have experience with mm-hmm. actually doing this because I, I don't think anybody here does. Um, what's your timeline of shelf stability for this? We've
5: actually we, we tried using different yeast strains and we're like, hey, let's run 05 or calo one or these things. Yeah, they all want to separate in a the keg, they want to separate. Uh, yeah. They can't be warm. This is the only yeast strain. I'm not telling anybody what it is. Okay. Uh, Which yeast strain is that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's a long name for a <laughs> yeast strain. Man. It is. Yeah. Uh,
5: it, it's lactobacillus. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Pediococcus. I love it. Just use that. You'll be fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, this is the only yeast strain we found where that yeast strain refuses to drop. Okay. We can sit this in our cooler for two months and it will be the same now as it
0: in in 2 months clarity wise but how about flavor
5: flavors the same for really? some reason like when the yeast stays in suspension that it holds on to that hop aroma but as soon as you lose that suspension of that yeast it's gone yeah. And but, it changes but, and it, and but it the cleans But the oils up.
0: age and eventually all that kind of drops out. So, I mean, two I wish months, I, kn- I can't, I wish I I can't knew believe you. I think you're lying
5: we've, we've never gone beyond a batch lasting more than three weeks. I, I, okay. Maybe maybe
0: you're right. Uh, I, I, I have no idea. I would love for you to put, like, even just, like, a five-gallon keg in the in the cold Done. box. I'll, I'll do it for you guys. That would be – I would really Done. like to because I don't know if anybody – I'll has, put a, it in the cold I, box for six it, months
5: and we'll put it back on tap here at the Hop Grenade. Just charge you double for aging it.
0: Charge us triple because it's yeah. not my business. <laughs> I don't give no, shit. fine. Yeah, I'm, I'm good with that. Yeah. But and just like and you hit it like once a week, just to, with a cobra tap, and just to just to taste it. I'm 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 curious how long that actually will last because the only ones that I've ever had um, taste like they've turned, and I don't know. Not this one, but like the first one we had the heady topper. It did. It tasted not good. And I think ever since then, that has no pun intended, clouded my judgment on these beers because (laughs) he's your the ones the ones ones that I get are just like, well, it just kind of tastes weird. But I wonder how long it. I wonder how. I just wonder how long.
5: Your guess is as good as mine. We Mm -hmm. we we probably sell through a forty barrel tank in 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 two weeks. God bless you. We we just we rotate it and we keep rotating it. I don't think we've ever had this beer sit around
0: long enough to. To worry For it about to it. fall apart or change, and or whatever. And you know what? I,
5: I'm actually curious myself. And do you know what? For you, I'm going to put a, a, a six hole, yeah. and I'm going to put it in the back, and we're going to wait six months at
0: in my cellar
5: temp, not in yes. my not on my walk in temp. And we're going to see what this thing
0: does. Yeah, man. Why Sound not? good? It you,
3: might be delicious. Even a good it IPA might be. isn't going to be better six months from now.
5: Yeah, I did, exactly. But I think it's more. But how what, do things What change? is the degradation on these things? Yeah. I don't know. Well, they sell I mean. so like, fast. Like either
0: like a glass weekly or, or monthly or a, a bi-weekly, something like that, bi-monthly. You <laughs> let me know what you want. I'll make sure it's That's done. what I want. Yeah. I want. I want once a week on a Friday, just a little, you know, eight ounces at a time for six months. And I want you to chart everything. We'll get Brulosophy over there. It'll be a whole thing. We'll I'll do put
5: it. it through our, our spectrometer
0: <laughs> and the whole bit. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, Marshall good. will say it stays yeah. the same. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. well, it's not a significant P ratio. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Marshall. My All P right. value's not big. Yeah, well, he's a very short guy. Yeah. Uh, what's uh, What's next here? I
5: think uh, hopefully, if everybody's kind of lined up right, this is our uh, Broadside or Oatmeal Imperial Stout. We use almost uh, we use over four hundred pounds of flaked oats in this beer. It
0: smells like an oatmeal stout.
5: It, it. We run. We don't. It's not a high IBU beer. But we run very, very heavy. Uh, one of the things that I picked up from home brewing that has kind of transferred into my professional brewing world is I well, that tend happens to all the time. You know,
4: it, it,
5: I didn't. I don't know. Most, I don't,
4: most brewers are homebrew. We're from homebrewers.
5: I don't. Yeah. I don't get outside much. <laughs> <You're not laughs> I don't talk to anybody much. I'm You're like, oh look, people <laughs> I feel like a puppy. I'm like, ah, look, people. I, I tend to use more chocolate malt, and that was a, a mistake when the homebrew shops out of the roasted malt. It's like, oh well, chocolate malt's the closest we got. And I tended to, I still to this day tend to use a lot more chocolate malt than roast or black patent or, yes, or whatever the too. case may be. I think it works better. Me too. I what mean, love the between that do feel. the porter
4: and the porter has chocolate. I mean, you're I, just using. I, can, I I get what you're saying. I love you it. You have a lot of chocolate. In this
5: beer. I I I run th- three times more chocolate than I do black roast in this beer.
0: I use pale chocolate in mine um, because I think it it has a a lighter. It does. Kind of a chocolate flavor. It's very subtle. Uh, yeah. It, that, that's my yeah. Pale chocolate is my uh, is my thing. But uh, I invented it. I don't know if you knew that or not? <laughs> Good for mm-hmm. you, man. Thank you. You were the first person to use pale chocolate in a beer, I think. Why I invented it? I just
4: said
0: that. <laughs> of, course, how, so of course, you I invented mean. the pale chocolate. I've oh. already said this, and I wasn't paying It's, attention, it's I guess, The JP right? method. It,
4: what's the ABV of this beer? This is a ten five. That's very wow. very strong beer. Doesn't uh,
5: taste we, like it. This is this is about the upper limit of our house strain, uh, and we have to do it very cold. I, if there's one thing in the world that I hate is beers with burn. I don't want any of those. Like fusals. alcohol burn.
0: I hate. Yeah. Them. I yeah. don't.
5: I don't like alcohol burn. I don't like the fusels, I don't like anything else. I would rather ferment slow and wait another week than try and push this beer out too soon. So we, we try and push her out as slow as we can and we end up around 10-5 on this beer.
0: Okay. Excellent. How much... Uh how many pounds of grain is is in this? Oh Jesus! Mother. I would have to actually look.
5: <laughs> uh, the first time we brewed this beer, uh, hopefully we we have a home brewer who actually comes into the shop. He's actually a former coasty too. Mm-hmm. He helps me out. His name's Braden. He helped me out on this beer, and on a 40-barrel mash tun for a 20-barrel batch, we broke the rakes in the mash tun. Wow. We bent them. Jeez. (laughs) It was like, holy crap. We couldn't... Well, we couldn't see the rakes, because everything was was grain on down. It was... It was so big. I mean, we, we we stretched what we could do in our mash time with this beer.
3: Well, and with a high percentage of oats, too, you've got a really thick, heavy I mean, mash. It
5: was amazing. And we tried to, like, hey, let's put the mash paddles down. We to put it at an angle, and we tried to run it very fast to try and, like, <laughs> like get the dough balls out. And I think that's where things happened. It kind of worked yeah. like a propeller in there and, like, actually bent the rakes. Wow. Mm. It's okay. Wait, that's, wait, wait. that's what carjacks and—, and, and other things are meant for to bend, bend the back. back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What are you
4: going to do? Intuitively, do that?
5: Uh, it's either that or spend ten grand replacing the rakes. You know, it's yeah, like, yeah. hey, I've got a level in a
4: car jack. Let, let, let's go for it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> do, do what you got to do. That's what you got to do. do as a, as a brewery owner, man. <laughs> do what At you, you got to do. At least you've got
4: to that you got a great motor on those rakes. Uh, oh, <laughs> right. I can fantastic handle
5: shit. motor. The yeah. gearbox on the other hand. I rebuilt that a few times. <laughs> but
0: <laughs> So is this the only batch you made out of this? Uh, no. that We released
5: this. This is our uh, third run our third, of okay. this beer. We release this every winter time.
0: Okay. So have you learned a, a, a lesson on how to manage your mash thickness? <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs>
6: okay. <laughs>
0: I'm going to be honest, the answer is no,
5: and we uh, didn't bend the rakes this time. That's good. Okay. But we're prepared when we do it again. Right. We know how to, we know how to fix the rigs this time. <laughs>
6: so
5: you're not
3: planning on not doing it again. You're just ready for when you do you're it again. For, hey, what, you know what? We're just going to we're just going to continue yeah. making
5: beer, and then we'll just fix the problems afterwards. <laughs> yeah. the, the the problems are go. an afterthought now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That yeah. like, hey, we we've got a pretty good handle on to fix, how to fix things now. Fix, we're just gonna going to continue to run forward, and yeah. whenever we run across a problem, I think we we can fix it.
0: I love it. That sounds great. Run through the wall and then rebuild it. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Run through it again.
5: Once you know how to build a wall, who cares? (laughs) Exactly. Once you know how to rebuild the wall cheap, like a wall, please. (laughs) Uh, And then what's the last beer that we have? The last beer we have here is very special. Uh, This is the latest one we did. This is an Imperial Stout Porter. Uh, I use stout porter because there's a very long history between what's the difference between stouts and yeah, porters and say, this what does and he that. Talk?
0: I think Matt's I think Matt's lost his mind. No, no, that and that's rather. not
5: the case. I mean, there's a long history starting in the late 1700s of stouts and porters and party guiling, and then there's taxation and how the British government was coming in. The, I I hope everybody reads up on it, but but. Porters are—stronger are, are versions of porters or stouts. And it was the mixing of a party-guiling technique which came up— and we were going to kind of pay homage to the history behind the style, hoping people would kind of look back and say, hey, we're going to—porters and stouts today mean nothing. They're, they're, hmm. they're synonymous. Uh, and that's unfortunate. There's, there's a long, rich history uh, with the verbiage. But we take that beer, we use all uh, Black Prince, we're using Carafa, and we're trying to take all the roast character out of the base beer, Mm -hmm. so that way Bicycle Coffee came in and they use the Ethiopian roast, where it's not done by machines, there's there's pieces of the fruit on the seed itself when they actually get the the seed and they start to roast it, Mm. and they wanted that to come through. Uh, we aged it in some bourbon barrels before that even happens, and so this the, this beer has been about six months in the making.
6: Wow!
3: So all of the roast character comes from coffee. There's no roasted grains at all.
5: There, there's very little. Very little. Uh, okay. We're using either chocolate or we're using black prints. Or, or there's a little bit of carafe in there too. But we didn't want any of that roast character to come f- as as little as possible to come from the grains.
6: Okay.
4: Well I'm getting that. I'm not I don't it's not a highly roast character beer. Uh, and, instance, the coffee I get. Oh yeah. But the and, roasting coffees to me absolutely. is like a I don't know, it's a minor percent of the flavor. I mean the coffee is the main thing. The Precisely. The roast is-
5: and that's where we wanted to try to go with this beer. Uh we didn't know if it would translate correctly. Where we're taking a beer where it's supposed to be a lot of roast and coffee and all those characteristics let's take as much of that out as possible while still mm-hmm. doing a big uh we we hit the original a b v was eleven percent and then we throw it in barrels we pick up another uh you know almost two percent over really? the last the course of two you know two two percent over six seven months hm. And it's like, hey, how much of this roast character can we get from the coffee versus the roasted malt?
0: Yeah. And you, you were trying that because you don't like the roasted character, right? I mean, you were, you were trying to squash them in the oatmeal stout. Or, or were you just trying to see if you could do it this way?
5: We were just kind of curious. It was like, hey, when we're, you're doing a, a collaboration with a with a coffee company, mm-hmm. it's like, hey, I want to see you're doing amazing coffee. Let's bring mm. that out in a big barrel well, like roast this, to,
4: you didn't want your roast to hide their
5: exactly, roast. I mean, I get and that. and and sometimes the bourbon character for how long it
4: was in. And these are very big barrels. This is, uh, has a low barrel character for
0: to me, it, it, as, as beers that have been in, in whiskey barrels, uh, has a mm-hmm. uh, low oak maybe, but there's high bourbon. Yeah, high bourbon, yeah. low oak. That has yeah.
5: to has everything to do with the brand of barrel we use. I, I don't even know if we're allowed to say it, but. Did you enjoy your turkey dinner?
6: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: hmm. yeah, it so it, wild wild it uh-huh. was wild. Time. It was wild. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Yeah. It was. Yeah. We shot a wild turkey and we we, we ate, it, we ate it for for Thanksgiving. You know, and and sometimes that we've ended up with uh, beers that we've won awards with that were in lesser barrels because sometimes these barrels can overpower
0: the base beer. Sure. Uh, and that's sure. for sure. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I get, I get low. It's low wood, but there's there is that vanilla and, and coconut oh, oh, that's that's for sugar, sure. that kind of stuff. So that we're that barrel them. aspect of the barrel is coming through just fine. We were actually originally intending
5: on putting vanilla in this beer, and after it came out of the barrel, mm-hmm. we were like, nope, no. like, that, <laughs> like nope, that yeah. that, that, would, that would have completely destroyed any character in this beer.
0: I mean, it, it almost tastes like some of the beers that you have that are 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 trying not you, but you see out there um, that are trying to have that kind of uh cream coffee uh, mm-hmm. note to it the mouth feels very creamy um, almost like a lactose thing because there is that residual sugar uh combined with the, like the vanilla toasty non niceness from the from the barrel it's uh, it's very unique heavy you crystal
5: know. malt uh yeah. high abv or, or og where i think we're sitting on like almost uh, 1100 and we wait until it gets on like ten twenty two. I mean Mm -hmm. we're leaving a lot of residual sugars in that beer to make sure that it balances out because we have a barrel to deal with and then we have the coffee to deal with and and, and sometimes the, the one mistake I've always made in making beers at home is I was like hey let's just do this the beer always ended up too dry and too thin to back up what you're wanting to do with the beer afterwards and I always made bad beers like this at home, that's for sure.
4: <laughs> <laughs> now, both these dark beers have, uh, uh, to me, I'm sort of my hobby, no, like, uh, pH issues. They do do special water treatment for these kind of beers? Uh,
5: for the Oatmeal Imperial, we just kind of try and balance it out. Uh, for the the pedal to the People, we actually tried to mimic Burton upon Trent's okay. water, sure. which hmm. was, like, of course, the home of... of porters and stouts sure. and all those things and of course the problem with that is with a water like a Rinda is you actually have to especially with the dark beer which wants to lower the ph is you have to raise the ph first mm-hmm. and then bring the ph down by adding all the different trace elements that you want to use so we yeah. actually it was actually kind of reverse intuitive from what we normally do with a beer that's for sure sure
4: yeah, you're creating the uh, the buffers to exactly. protect both ends of it. Because
5: yeah. we can't really add all those trace minerals because no. it wants to lower the pH, and it's such a dark beer that dark malts want to lower the pH oh, yeah. again. It's like we actually have to raise the pH first before
0: we do that again. Yeah fascinating fascinating stuff i don't know anything about water ph (laughs) it's math and i just i can't do it as long as it tastes good that's all i care about it doesn't really taste well my my beer doesn't taste good that's what i was because like i don't do the water stuff i just realized like when i said i was like fuck he probably thought i just meant that his beer doesn't taste good that's not what i mean i mean my beer doesn't taste good that's fine we don't get our feelings hurt blah 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 it's a whole thing uh, speaking I'll of see you things, outside. Uh, If you want really <laughs> kind to, of, uh, oh, I'm working real late tonight. I'm actually sleeping here, so uh, <clears throat> that's great. Me too. Shit. Uh, great fermentations. Everybody it has the largest catalog of Blickman products on the web, and their staff is on the best trained in the business in using the Blickman products. They offer top-notch customer service, same-day shipping. Check them out: GreatFermentations.com. They're all over uh, social media, internets. Gr8 fermentation, um, social media, internets. Warren. All of those things, all of them. Wow, yeah, they're They're all over it. They're not on Weibo, though. I'll tell you that. (laughs) You've looked. (laughs) I'm I'm big on Weibo. (laughs) China's. uh, You've been trying to get me on Weibo. (laughs) Well, I try to get you in the Weibo. Oh, I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means either. Uh, I like the beers, man. Yeah, they're great. Yes.
5: It makes me happy. Yeah.
0: Wait, wrong. Uh, I mean, I no. could have used an IP. Oh, in there the somewhere. other beer. Sorry. <laughs> I, meant the, I meant our, <laughs> our other guest. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I'm talking LA. Like no, that's about cool. to Repeat that's commercials. Cool. But uh, where can everybody find out more about your beers and your place and all the stuff you do, man?
5: Uh, you can come visit us, uh, 1716 Park Street in Alameda.
0: Okay.
5: We also have a website, AlamedaIslandBrewingCompany.com. And you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're, we're we're trying to be everywhere. We're still trying to figure out how to do the whole social media thing.
0: We're Are not, you on Weibo? I yeah. have no idea yeah. you just said. Wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow, bro. I take everything back. Wow. Uh, yeah, social media is right. we're know, just it, rookies. hard, dude. You know what? My advice, just be yourself. It, it's harder than it needs to be. It's it getting a little insane out there. Like yeah. you, you have to be like a...
5: That's a dedicated position, just trying to figure out social media these days.
0: <laughs> absolutely, is for sure. But if your personality comes through, that's all that people matter. People want a people want a story, so just tell your story and don't worry about how many times a day you post and all my the story. Things. Like, yeah, that's it. That's all I wanna... <laughs> you did it. No, we, we heard it. And you win. Yeah, so cool. That's it. You win. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Matt. Thanks very much, man. Alameda Island Brewing is Thank the you for name us. of the game. It's a pleasure having you. And uh, we're going to take a break. We love you. <clears throat> and then we're going to come back. And uh, talk some more and then we're going to leave So In uh, that order In that order, well maybe, some of us might leave first I don't know, <laughs> I might leave first And you'll come back like, what the fuck's going on uh, Anyway, it's the session everyone, hang on, we'll be right back
2: Listening to the Brewcasters. The Brewcasters. rest mashing is easy to do, all for under 300 bucks. They also feature the Mark II work pump, a magnetic drive high temperature pump that does the work of pumps that cost twice as much, as well as exclusive Brewers Edge regulators and quality Keg King kegs and disconnects. Check them out today at williamsbrewing.com to brews their vast selection. With over 20 years of experience making world-class craft beer and more than 100 gold medals in international competitions, Moylan's Brewing Company is is not just a pretty face in craft beer. Just ask Brendan Moylan. What do we got here? The beer of the hour. Moylan's, gotta love that big M. It's like a sign of awesomeness.
3: Woo-hoo! It's got an extra kick to it. Let's pour this bad boy. Oh, Easy, come, oh, yeah. Oh, Moylan's. The end of the night when the kids are finally in bed, the wife's in
1: bed, <laughs> nobody's bothering your ass anymore. That's Moylan's time. Moylan's is for you. Yeah! It's to help you out. Yeah. It helps me out. What? Well, because it's freaking awesome. Northern California brewed. It's brewed with love. With love. Oh, yeah. Tremendous. <laughs> and it's always best where? Moilens. got to try it. On tap, at
3: Moylan's, in Novato. They're freaking awesome! Not only because I own the brewery, because I love the
2: beer. Cheers! Boom! Kilt Lifter Scotch Ale takes big beers to a whole new level with rich malt balanced perfectly with delicate hops and now comes in 4 pounds. Tall boy cans so you can take the party on the go. Or come to the brewery, take a tour, and try any of Moylan's fresh creations right from the source. Check them out at Moyland's.com.
0: Thanks for hanging out, everybody. Got a little housekeeping to do here, but you know what? That's what we're good at. keeping house. keeping keep the house, house baby. Open. Um, just so you guys know, if you want to join the AHA, now's the time to do it. Uh, we have our affiliate link, of course, there on our site. Uh, it has the offer code BNARMY17, uh, and then you can receive two free books with your membership, Brewing Local and For the Love of Hops. So join the AHA. If you're not doing it, you're not you're not doing it right, man. I know yeah. the, uh, the the nominations uh, have just expired for the uh, member of the uh, committee. Oh,
4: that's right. The I forgot yeah, to the run. thing. Right, thirtieth, uh, I believe. Yes, that was the
0: deadline. Um, and uh, you know, so Let's just say there's going to be some names in there that maybe you've never seen before. The deadline to enter. The deadline to enter has passed. Not voting. Not voting. No, no, okay. no, no, no. They're they're gonna. I think they'll announce the 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 people who are through to the second round or whatever. Because I'm sure there's internal clicks or whatever. Oh,
3: you think you can get kicked out just with your application?
0: Well, I, I mean, not kicked out, but maybe not, I mean, not or, accepted. Right. Maybe yeah. there's more higher higher qualified uh, candidates. Yeah, oh. you know, yeah, you know like
4: people. You know, have been, have a lot of a club management experience, stuff like that. Oh. Sure. Yeah. So not anybody can be. People to volunteer
0: a lot. <coughs> no, on the governing committee. You have a resume. You have to have a resume. Well, anybody can uh, can, can put their name in, right? Yeah, but they might not be able to get voted on. Probably. You have a resume. Yeah. Which, okay. you, but you also you also have to have a, a, a preliminary round. You don't yeah, want you just anybody. You have to call the herd. What do you do? A well, you. I, uh, I... The make, nominating committee reviews these. Yeah. Oh, okay. I reload shotgun shells for the local elk lounge. Yeah. I don't well. know shit about home. <laughs> yeah. right, but I want yeah. to be on the board. What's wrong right. with that guy?
4: I do Sounds good to me. I Ted oh.
0: is a weird guy. Well, we tried that once. It didn't yeah. work out. Oh, it didn't? Oh, yeah. okay. The
4: outsider thing's not working. Uh. Have
0: you ever been convicted of felony? Well... <laughs> Is the loot act on a taxidermy <laughs> moose considered a felony? Because if so. It was asking yeah. for it. <laughs> right. You can form the mouth. <clears throat> anyway. Uh, Speaking of, well, speaking of fat people, <laughs> the fat man cometh soon, and what better way to greet him than with a bottle of holiday homebrew tricked out with all the GrogTag trimmings. Visit grogtag.com today and order up some custom coasters, beer and wine labels, tasting mats, metal signs, bottle caps, tap handles, and more. All custom stuff, guys. You can do all that custom. There's a lot of stuff. Plus, you can save 10% on your entire order by using code Army at checkout. So don't get put on the naughty list this year. Deck your bottles with grog tags today. Haha! I've and heard, your balls. I wrote that. It's pretty good. Deck memory. your
3: balls with grog tag. Yeah. No. No. Oh. I mean, well, the stickers you, are reusable. You can,
0: if you want to. You say coasters, by the way. Did I hear that? Coasters. Okay. Good. Tap handles, metal signs. Tap handles. Oh, oh yeah. You get printed on, printed oh. right on the tap handle. Cool. Whatever, you gonna... Whatever you want. Whatever you want to do. Speaking of Have a need. decking your halls. Um, Oh, are your balls? Yeah. This weekend, uh, I had a little party, and um, I brought out um, a big flight of barley wine, of Bigfoot barley wine. How big was it? Well, first, uh, so when we did our our collaboration uh, brew at uh, Sierra Nevada a couple years ago or whatever, they were selling uh, verticals of uh, Bigfoot from 2010 to 2015. In a six pack. That's six right. Pack yeah, one of one of each year. Really? of each year.
4: Go I'll take one of
0: those. Yeah, uh, I was like, right, how cool. can I not? And with the discount they were giving us, it was like, how did, oh, how yeah, do you, you not buy this? <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, right. okay, I got to save this out because I want to. I want to drink it with. Uh, well, I guess she's my sister in law. My sister in law's boyfriend at the time now is their fiancé, and you don't need to know all that. But uh, he's a wine guy. He's a winemaker, and so I thought this would be really cool to get him into, uh, you know, more into beer and kind of—I uh, like talking about—yeah, uh, I know, there's some static going on. Yeah. I wouldn't worry about it too much. Um, I, I like talking beer with wine people. I like tasting beer with wine people because it's a, a sort of a shared vocabulary, but not really, and they're approaching it in a different format as, as I think, a beer guy would approach yeah. wine. Um so I, I had those, and I was like, "Okay, we're gonna do it at my Christmas party. It's gonna be great." And then um, for my birthday, Sully gave me a bunch of uh, barley wine from his cellar, oh. Bigfoot barley wine. So oh, we had an eighty-nine, a ninety-four, and a ninety-seven. Wow! And then we had two thousand ten to two thousand fifteen.
4: Wow!
3: That's had a you lot left
0: of... already by then? No, you were there.
3: You didn't give me any of the eighty-nine, but I had everything else. It was there. It was the unlabeled one. So in '89, that was the unlabeled one. Yeah, because at the time you didn't know.
0: At the time it was just a mystery. But it was like on the on the label. It was like with a copyright symbol, and then it said the date. But they didn't start putting the the cap the, the date on the cap. Uh, well, between 89 and 94, I okay. guess. I don't really know. But they were from his cellar. Yeah. So we got this weird flight, sort of vertical but not really. 97 yeah. to 2010 is a giant jump. Yes. <laughs> having, yeah. trying to have them tasting. And it was obvious in the beers, too. It really was, man. And it was kind of cool because you can see not only, you know, label design but bottle. You know, they had the, the twist off back then. Oh, yeah. Uh, I th- actually, I think it was pry off and it's then like twist off and then pry off again. Of thing, right? Yeah, <laughs> and then the um, the just the the cap and the date and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> but the beers were all very good. It was weird, I mean, When you try twenty eight year old barley wine. Um, you, you kind of ex, You have a certain expectation And I wonder if it 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 ruins it Like for me, Nicole happened to be there too mm-hmm. Nicole and Nate And so we were all kind of tasting together So that was really cool Just from a tasting perspective um, And she was really tired And um, That's a joke um, <laughs> Just I- hearing the wine dude and the Cicerone girl Kind of trade vocabulary yeah. About something that I'm going Oh, it's soy sauce Right, yeah this tastes old and musty. And this ta- oh, wait, how am I supposed to? Say, what words am I supposed to be using? <laughs> right, I don't know. It was it was just a trip, and I know it's uh, I know it's hard to do. Um, but if you're if you're you know into that kind of stuff, um, I mean, you can't find it anymore. But but try putting together <laughs> um, a tasting of your own because that Bigfoot barley wine dude is. It's crazy. Like, the, the 15 was super bitter. It, like, oh, yeah. it was like an a, a, a American-style barley wine, but it didn't taste like it was two years or three years old when yeah. we had it. It tasted like it was 2017. So the hot seven dropped up? No, not not really. And even, like, I, I, I think Maybe even, like— the, the malt n- dropped up. But the
3: 2010, there was an obvious difference yeah. in the six-pack. So if you're at Sierra Nevada and you see that, mm-hmm. it's definitely worth getting yeah. because you do get to try a six-year's worth— and you can see yes. how the same beer changes.
4: Oh, that's very yeah, be fun to. That's
0: fun yeah, that's great. Yeah. It was that's cool the party in itself. That's, yeah, no, that, that six pack's amazing. I mean, dude, even even I think the '97 had some kind of bit a uh, hot bitterness still there, still present in '94. I think everyone thought was kind of thin and a little yeah. watery. Yeah. Um. So even just the between those two years was uh was crazy. And then you know there's no really carbonation to speak of in those in the older beers, but 2010 on solid carb had not lost anything as far as yeah. I could tell. So, just the jump in technology, I would imagine packaging technology uh, for these beers, it was it leaps and bounds. So, those are some older days. So, I'd just be yeah. curious, I'd want, like to know, like,
4: when does this start dropping off? Like, right. I'd like to have a vertical with like last five years. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, kind of go backwards and goes mm-hmm. like, when is this, like, when does the pop go away? That'd be fun to know. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. in general, do you think that? that any more like really good that you would be better than what you could get as like a year old or or for the current version hmm.
0: uh, let me let me see if i know what you're asking so you're asking if like, if if there's a taste of, of the current aged, or last year's version barley wine. or any of these older ones better did they get better with age do they too? get better with age yeah. uh, that's a good question i what i should have done is is bought um, a six pack of Th- at least last years or Fresh not years. this years yeah, yeah. Yeah. to to really determine that cuz yeah. i don't
4: i don't know that a calibration beer that I, I would call that like, yeah
0: yeah but like uh, but of of the bigfoot because yeah. i i from what i understand oh, so they don't they don't change other, the recipe yeah 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 I'm from what i understand it's just it's the same recipe but i don't I know don't, that to be true I yeah mean, i don't know that don't for sure either, either. No. Maybe when they come on. I know we're trying to plan a show yeah, with change. everybody, with uh, the Sierra Nevada folks. So oh They're yeah. going to be on
4: it. Or they're on the schedule. So.
0: They're, yeah. So right. we're, uh, I think, in February sometime. So maybe we can ask them these things. Uh, yeah. That Dude. actually would have been cool I, to do. I For some reason, I remember being partial to the
3: 2012 bottle.
0: I think the, yeah, the, the 11 and the 12 were, like, oh, really? the, yeah. the ones. I think 15, to answer your question, Tasty, for me, I think the 15... Rounded a little bit, but it wasn't really it was still so in your face. it was still such a big foot barley wine that i wouldn't have really noticed the difference too much between I fifteen think. and a twelve or fifteen and a fresh yeah I mean yeah. But even between fourteen and fifteen there wasn 't too much. I think you have to skip a year to really kind of see the the, the shades huh. yeah fifteen and fourteen
3: were pretty similar yeah huh. but, well, but yeah, I like the the balance between the hops and the malt and the the aging. Oxidation, whatever you want to call it, uh, in 12. You know so, what I like? Five years.
0: I like the folks at More beer. They're pretty nice. <laughs> you know what I mean? Fine, yeah. uh, anyway, they have a bunch of new stuff, man. Check them out. Um, they have the Robo Brew. It's the easiest way to brew all-grain beer. It's made from stainless steel, of course. and You, you can, can make, suve in there, by the way. You can, yeah. Oh. You can make nine gallons of beer all in one vessel from boil to mash to cooling. It's a self-contained John. Uh, or the Fermentosaurus Plastic Conical also conveniently has a nine gallon capacity as a stay in the stand, a sturdy butterfly dump valve. And the best part is it will hold up to 35 psi. Hmm. Not like the, the Korean uh, singer psi. Oh, the, right. like the fraternity. style, so, like, yeah. like the fraternity. Yeah. Like valve. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, check out these awesome innovations and more of morebeer.com. Does anybody sous vide Turkey?
3: For like Thanksgiving. Oh my God, how long
0: would that take? I don't know,
3: but the nine the gallon capacity made me no, kind of think a, about it. Like, You
0: could put a good bird
4: in
3: there. Yeah, you could put a whole At least turkey in be there. Su- it's so wide
0: Yeah. <laughs> I wonder, you start it in February.
4: <laughs> you started in, now, yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, I can do like an inch and a half steak in an hour. Nice. Really, short. I huh. that short. Yeah, um, that doesn't seem that long. It's not, but, you know, a giant turkey, I don't know, eight hours? Mm-hmm. 12 oh. hours? Well,
3: if
4: you're talking less than a day, that's fine.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Dude, let's Google. Let's get on the Google is machine. A, like a ra-
4: it's got to be like a radiant heat in some way, right? Like the, Yeah. It's not like a oven kind of thing. Well, but
3: it? there's a lot of thermal mass with all the bones and everything oh, in the no, turkey. No, no, yeah. it's, like, it's
4: like baking a turkey. It yeah. yeah. Right. shit. But,
0: yeah people sous vide turkeys okay, people see yeah and it's uh the food lab kenji uh jay kenji lopez alt who's my favorite uh online chef who you, you guys are into source. online chef, yeah he's like he's like the uh, alton brown for uh okay. Ooh, us. Bonafide, yeah um what is he saying uh we know about safety 135 is he 135? four hours four hours ago. really four hours but is that breast or what is that it's a piece but of yeah, cake. I'm talking whole turkey. Yeah, yeah. I know. Whole right? beast. But yeah. I don't I don't know. So, in all. The problem I, I think I think it's maybe just the breast. Um I think the problem with Kenji is that like he, just, well, it's like so much science and all the info, and I just he's want the bottom line on right. front. He's yeah. the rest we're, no talking about, yeah. we're talking a much, much bigger unit. Yeah, than he you uses. go, 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 and you go through all his methodology, which is great. He's yeah. kind of like Brulosophy in that way. Mm-hmm. But even then, brewlostophy, I'm like, he was. They did something about that's like Vienna malt versus Munich and I'm like, could you tell the difference? I don't give a shit. What time you mashed in? Just give me what, what was it? But what did we get out of there? That's the internet today. That's my now. Oh, right, re- yeah. re- we rewired our brain i don't want to know what
3: you found a difference in i just want to know if there's a difference
0: yeah Give me the bottom line yeah um that this person's saying five hour uh put in the water bath for an hour and then after hour lower the water bath temperature 76 and cook the turkey for another five hours so six hours 76 celsius 85C, uh, se- so 185 water bath for an hour at 185. Uh-huh. Uh, this is from cuisinesolutions.com. I don't know if it works, <laughs> oh, okay. obviously. And then after an hour, lower the water bath temperature to 168 and cook for five hours. Oh, okay. So, so six
3: hours—that's not
0: bad. Six hours? No, it's not that bad for
3: a whole bag. turkey. Yeah. There what? you go. Next year, I'll do
4: it, man. So okay. So you got it. Here it is. It's like it's all totally cooked. You serve it like that, like all white and...
3: All oh, right. <laughs> like oh, all. right. Yeah, it's, well, gonna oh, it's
0: gonna be pale. Oh, dude, yeah. the most disgusting thing <laughs> ever yeah. is it a fake. steak. It's so white gray, just like a dead person. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, or like um, I'll do uh, uh, pork loin in the thing and, oh, it's, uh-huh. and you pull it out and it's, it's a gray slug it's <laughs> yes. like, What is this? what oh, is this dude yeah and then you fry it up and it looks fucking uh, great yeah. and it tastes great yeah. but it's just it, it, you gotta, it looks you gotta brown it so, yeah. Yeah, so then okay. you're gonna have to get a
3: blowtorch I'm <laughs> <like>. <laughs> you creme crème brulee yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or <was laughs> that you boil that motherfucker yeah.
4: Yeah. blowtorch yeah. Yeah. yeah put a skin on that bitch
0: but but no dry breast no dry we breasts. The yeah. Well, in Kenji's thing, like, you know, I think he was do. I think, and I obviously didn't read it, but it was, he's doing like a big turkey breast, and he says, take the skin off, and then you fry that. Oh. And that's kind of how they, how he says to do like, fish, like salmon, if you want that crispy skin, just take the skin off at first, then cook the fish, Sturberry. and then put the skin on, and then cook that, and that's just the only way to really do it. Huh. How, how do you get the skin to... S- Stick again. It totally does You just you put it oh, down serve there. It, serve it on the skin. Oh, just yeah. serve it on the
3: skin. Oh, okay. And there you go. Huh. What do you, you think go. of that? Little tips. Yeah, you can stew <laughs> via turkey and then take a blowtorch to it. I think that might work. <laughs>
0: I think that might work, too. It's <laughs> yeah. um, worth a try, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 You know what works is Drake's. Go to Drake, uh, drinkdrakes.com, uh, figure out where to get all the beer that we've been talking about uh, here on the show for quite a while. Um they're good people. They make good beers, and they want you to drink them all. And we want you to do what they want you to do. Great people there. So drinkdrakes.com. Good folks. Yeah. San Leandro. If you're in the area, stop by. Their tasting room, tap room, barrel house, or whatever yeah. it's called. Uh, they got food there also, too. Uh, a lot of tasting rooms don't have that. Food? So, I think yeah. Yeah, so I think it's important to know. They have, like, yeah. a dedicated thing now. And the dealership. In Drake's dealership, awesome. yeah, in Oakland. Um, so definitely check out those spots. Yeah. You can also check out Beersmith. Go to beersmith.com. You get a 21-day free trial of beersmith.com software. It's the best brewing software out there. I'm surprised. I'm not surprised. I, I didn't mean to say that. I'm shocked <laughs> and disappointed and outraged that we oh, don't have a Twitter game.
3: Huh. You guys didn't do a Twitter uh, game since I wasn't uh, here? To, uh,
0: no. Oh. I why don't we just
4: make one up and, and we'll, and we'll s-
3: announce the we winner. <laughs> we'll we'll, we'll tweet it again. right now. <laughs> And then we'll pick the, fir- the first person to answer it. We'll I, think, answer it, I think it'll be
0: amazing. Um, you know what? So you live listeners, well, I guess anybody in the podcast, I don't know. Um, if you haven't liked our social media pages, you should do that. Because Warren and I have started a new show. Uh, it's called Heads and Tails Podcast. It's That's about right. distilling. It's right. We are doing that. It's about distilling. You guys are distillers? No. It's about craft spirits. <laughs> so we're podcasters. not doing shit about yeah. it. Um, we are actually recording our next show. So what we've been doing is we've, we've done two shows, Tasty, already, and uh, we've I put them out on the stream. I
4: saw, I saw the, the announcement
0: again. Yeah, and we put it out on the stream. So if you want to listen to it early, oh, you can do that. I so our next show, out. I think we're recording on uh, the 14th. Yes. Uh, and we should probably start, I don't know, 6.30, I think is when we Sometime we're
3: between 6 and 6.30 is when we'll probably start. <laughs> and
0: that's when you can go live. Okay. Right? So when I can go live, oh, yes. No, I think I want to listen to uh, delayed, so oh, okay. these aren't posted yet, though? No, no, they're not posted. They're all going to all be posted in January. Oh. So that's the thing. A Netflix-style, to... huh? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> right. So that's I I how you like kind like of get it. All you
4: guys think like, four hours in a row? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nice. So you,
0: you get the thing, man. You get the whole big John, the whole cool. download, and right. then we'll we're... start new shows in February. Yeah. Well, yeah.
4: Give us a heads up. We've so, bring Clear the Deck. Get rid of that all that yeah. Yeah. other crap
3: you can watching. binge right. us for three episodes in January. That's true. And then it's one episode a month after
0: that. Binge and Beardy, huh? Yeah. So we've had St. George, Spirits already here out in oh, Alameda. Great
4: local and they're they're local, yeah.
0: everywhere. They're they're
4: I see their stuff oh, it's good all stuff. across the country.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. great stuff. Yeah. And then Venus Spirits out of Santa Cruz. Right. Nice. We had them on as well. Great stuff as well. And then we have uh, we're gonna be doing Lost Spirits on the fourteenth. Oh. And they are in LA, I believe. I think somewhere in Southern were, California. I think they were in San Francisco or they were up here and I think they moved. Mm. Yes. But these people are doing some weird so I think they're going to tie right in with our homebrewing kind of mentality of experimentation with spirits. Nice. That's kind of the thing. Yeah, they're that would, they're that do, would
4: be a good crossover.
0: Yeah. They're doing some interesting <laughs> stuff in the lab,
3: and they're, they're uh, do, using some lab techniques to— a, rapidly age the spirits, oh. and and they're getting very high rankings in commercial competitions with their fresh with their yeah real, fresh rum that's yep. less than a month old. Wow! And it, but it's it looks barrel aged and it tastes barrel aged.
0: Which and if you can do that, and there's a mar- there's a clearly a market for it because at Trader Vic's well, a market
4: for anybody making something you can get out sooner because you might oh right, well, right. yes right but, but, but especially
0: the aged stuff like like so like at Trader Vic's they just released this uh, which by the way is the tiki play it's great it's my new favorite. Place. <laughs> ago um, they have they have a, a uh, um, an anniversary drink for uh, Vic the guy who started the stupid place mm-hmm. the uh, it's like thank you it's like 110th birthday or whatever the fuck it was but oh. it was a drink it was in a low ball glass it was very uh, with Appleton estate rum for twelve hundred dollars <laughs> it's a 50 year rum and supposedly wow. I saw in a comment somewhere that it's like one of the older commercially available rums you can buy huh so it's twelve hundred fifty bucks for this cocktail. I wow. mean it has three, you know, LaFor oh, chairs in it. When
4: you, I mean, you, think it's like
0: on the rocks and maybe there's some okay, bears. Fuck. I don't know. But <laughs> I don't think I have any of the rocks. Yeah. But so if you can if you can turn out I mean obviously it's not gonna taste like fifty year old rum when we try these these spirits from Lost Spirits, but right. um, if you can do that, why wouldn't you do that? Yeah, that's amazing. It's the twenty first yeah. century. <laughs> Things. Really? I just upload it to my neural network. Just upload the, the spider graph, yeah. and then I'll be able to taste it that way. I'm like, oh yeah, right. I'll think how I'll think how it tastes. <laughs> yeah, I think that would be amazing. We
4: we should have a heretic uh, listening to the shows because they're doing the distilling operation.
0: <laughs> yeah, That's right. right. Have right. some of their uh, their distilled. It's pretty good. Pretty good. They're doing uh, evil twin or no evil cousin. I think he's distilled. And, oh yeah, which is crazy. Right. Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. You know what else is crazy? Orgasms. I those aren't real. <laughs> well, male orgasms are real. You're part oh, of my week. Are, yeah. yeah, I mean my day. Yeah, <laughs> so part of my day today too. My hour. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Cat, get out of here. I'm working. Uh, Adam and Eve is determined to help you spice things up in the bedroom. And they're backing that up that promise like an ass. Get it? You back up that promise. Uh, check this out. Oh, ass. Hey. Uh, it's Amigos. Uh, check out this. Uh, you go to adameneve.com and you'll get 50% off almost any item when you enter offer code Army At checkout, you'll get the Big O kit for limited time Ooh. only. Adam and Eve's Big O kit includes their exclusive climax gel and a mini vibrator which is amazing. Uh, so you and you get your entire order sent to you for free. What? Nothing is really free these days except, uh, except shipping that. from Adam and Eve um, and you know the big o kit, man. So anyway, pick out any item at 50% off, free shipping, big o kit, climax gel, vibrator. Offer code B N ARMY at checkout. That's B N A R M Y. adamandeve.com and that's the last live read that we have. You know what blew me away, J.C.? We are talking to, um, what the hell was that guy's name? I, I, not Isaac. From uh, St. George. Lance. Lance. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, and he was telling us about all the weird stuff he's distilled. He distilled his Christmas tree one year.
4: His tree, he took, so it's he Christmas Took tree. the lights off. Probably no, wasn't. Well, he didn't the mention the lights. Yeah.
0: He took the decorations was the off. Flock, was it flocked? It was it? Probably flocked. Who knows? But he like okay, he fine. just he drug it into the to the so distillery. So there's some
4: sugar in there or something. I, guess. I think well, it's just the essence. The the, 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 essence, the pine was, oils or the,
3: or the yeah. yeah. It's like
4: gin. It's not there. I see it. There's other things in it. Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: But he yeah he, he cut off the um, top or something. Or uh, well, he, he just he trimmed all the branches, shredded them all. Didn't use the trunk. Oh, soaked it in, you know, a high-octane ethanol, and then... Which he's got all over the place. Yeah, yeah. and then distilled that. Yeah, threw it in the still. His Christmas tree.
1: <laughs> these
0: people in, these cra- in the craft spirits world,
3: dude, they're fucking nuts. They'll add anything to the still.
0: Yeah. Well, it, well, yeah. And who, why wouldn't you?
3: Yeah. He even talked about uh, doing oysters. Yeah. And, and soft-shell crab... Probably Something like that. Yeah, some crab, too. It sounds gross.
4: Yeah. And they're just experimenting. What do you mean? We're putting, like, oyster shell, uh, shells and beers and I think like oyster. That. Like, yeah. the meat. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. 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 I mean, what? No, uh, no, not whatever. The meat of the oyster, that. tasty. <laughs> He's trying to Why be Why would like, you want to heat that up? Yeah. yeah.
3: Just steam that for a while. Yeah. And then drink it. You but you, you don't drink the oyster juice. You eat the oyster.
4: Some people do drink
3: the juice. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Right?
4: It just tastes like seafood. I and mean, it's like... A, I mean, I'm not a big
3: oyster. Yeah. yeah. He he said it well, might. Well if they're
4: cooked in, in beer, I don't care.
3: He said it might go okay in a Bloody Mary, but they haven't figured it out a slot for
4: it yet. Oh, so he's tasting what he made. Yeah. And he goes oh, yeah. like, and then he's going like, how do I find a place for this? <laughs> right. So I mean, yeah. well, that was a failure. So I'm sorry. Like, oh, yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. That's still on the shelf. That's what they're, he they're said, ready for He said for that's the one use. thing they'll never do again. Okay, so <laughs> yeah. did the other ones that he thinks would succeed? Is he something he's, he's on to? Like.
3: Well, this oh, well, is good. They, 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 the the Christmas tree the inspiration tree? led them to their terroir gin. Oh.
4: That,
3: that they use, mm-hmm. uh, I forget what type of tree they use, but
0: Redwood. Noble. No, uh, Doug Fir. Yeah. Because Doug Fir is everywhere around here. And,
3: and so, yeah. So that actually led to something that you can buy on they the show. show. Oh, yeah.
4: Really? really? Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. It's like, that's what Homebrew's. Yeah. It's like a home brewer, but he's doing distilling. He, uh, he started as a brewing, yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. And, and he was. I'm sure I met Lance, but was he, his last name again? Just give him credit. I have no idea. Uh, I don't remember off the top of my head. Lance St. George. Lance um, St. George.
3: But he was a brewer in the Bay Area here and yeah, sure. picked up home distilling and oh, took right. it to the owner of St. George, mm-hmm. his home distillate. And the guy said, well, it's not offensive you can come back tomorrow mm-hmm. and start working here.
4: And now he's sort of
3: a And that creative. was 21 yeah. years ago? Or oh, something really? Like oh, that? so he's yeah. a creative yeah. director. And, uh, he's the oh, yeah. He's and a and he's distil- master, 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 distiller
0: master distiller now. Yeah. So, anyway, you can check out. Well, now you don't have to listen to the episode. I told you all about it. There's one more <laughs> secret. That's the kind of good shit you're going to hear on here. <laughs> so, check out. It's the Heads and Tails podcast, uh, dropping in January, and it should be good time. Yes. All right. We're going to get out of here now like finally. So thank you again to Matt from Alameda Island Brewing Company. Thank you to our show sponsor More Beer, you can go to morebeer.com. Learn about everything and all that kind of stuff. And I will see you guys next week for the Bissell Brothers show. It's the last show of the year, right? Last show of the year. Oh, people have been asking, there is no Christmas show. We're not doing a, we haven't done a yeah, Christmas show in a couple ready. of years. Yeah. No. But like, you know, when we would do like here are the jingle bell things or here's a game. We've never we have Done that in a while. That's so I don't true. know why people are suddenly going, is there a Christmas show? No, there's not. Not even a holiday show. Not even a holiday show. So uh, go ahead and uh, check that out. Check out all of our sponsors, of course, uh, and uh, wait for Heads and Tails podcast to come out. <laughs> and uh, other than that, you know, be good to each other.
4: Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just on my sky and winning the race. JP does great as his cherry.